Welcome to episode 53 of the Big Spot. Uh, 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 yeah. Hello. Hi, bro. Like <laughs> Thanks for that. Did I cut out? No, that's a, that's a good You were telling me about technical issues that we have when I go, hello and welcome to episode 53 of the biggest conspire in the world. This is episode 53 with managing two on the trot. Awesome. Obviously becoming all professional and stuff. What? Two weeks in a row. I know. Yeah. You feeling professional? No. We must be bored with like going out or um, have been having flu and other stuff, I suppose, now. Because you know, it's summer. There's no germs about because it's summer. We've, so we've we... got a message and we need to get it out there. What's the message? Um, uh, you have to wait. You have to listen to the end of the podcast to find out. <laughs> truth. The truth is out there. I the truth is in here. We seek the truth. We seek. What truths have you got for me today? I don't know. Got all the truths. Got all the truths. So what is the big question? The big question is, have you uh, have you been rogered by aliens this week? I have yeah. not this week, no. Not this week. Awesome. <laughs> not this week, no. Uh, you had any... Um, no, I have no, no strange strangeness. Well, do I have strangeness? Well, if you think maybe you possibly did, then mm. you probably have. Hmm... What about you? We'll go with you first, because you always got strange stuff going on in your life. Um, there was a synchronicity earlier. I can't remember what it was now. Oh. Wow. I you didn't think about this at all, did you, before yeah, we no, started I this podcast? Well, no, I'll tell, tell you what I'll tell you. I'm just going to go straight into my dream. My dream. You know, like you say, if I had any meaningful dreams, I'm going to bring that into like kind of paranormal weirdness. Okay, bro, have you had any meaningful dreams this week? I don't know what it means, this dream, and it was a dream, but okay, what just... it was, was it was it's quite an extensive story, this dream, it wasn't just a, a little, you know, like one of these long story, one dreams that go on for like a while, but it's relevant. Is it relevant? I don't know. Probably not. It might be. If you're well, listeners, we're going to find out. You can decide for yourself. Out. If you're a Christian, you can decide, or if you're not, if you're a Satanist or whatever. Anyway, basically the, the gist of it was I was a person and basically I was kind of I think I might have been possessed. In fact, there's definitely I was definitely some there was definitely some kind of um influence going on making me do these things. And basically I had this bow and arrow and I, I'd shot some people with this bow and arrow um to kill them. But then just the last person I was I was trying to maybe shoot was this lady and she had a uh baby in her arms and she was in a house and I was gonna like shoot with this bow and arrow and but I was trying to fight it. I was trying to warn her that I'm being, it's not me doing it. I'm being forced to do it. Yeah. So okay. that, that and, and then, and then basically what it cut to was I was basically being exercised. I was the demon and I was the person and these kind of priests or whatever exercise people were there. Exercise people. No, it's not the right word. <laughs> it was... Exorcists. 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 
no, they the exorcists, they were there, and they were doing all this, uh, you will be cast out from God, you will be, but I was... But I sat in between push-ups and sit-ups and stuff. I was the, I was, I was aware of the personality of the person who was being possessed, but I was also very aware of the actual demon itself, and I knew, I was like, I, I could see this book on the floor, and it was like, basically like a glowing red Bible, glowing. It must have been the Bible because I had like a cross on the front. I was laughing, but the, the demon in me was like, <laughs> like really laughing because I knew for a fact that it didn't matter what they said, God would never not let me in. That's that's just how it, you know, that's, I just knew it was, it didn't, you know, I could behave however I wanted because that was just God's design that you can do what you want. It always, you know, always, he'll always love me. So I knew like, like for a fact that, um, you know they could do what they want it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't really affect me but and then it cut kind of cut to the person and for they were exercising this demon and i had this really really bad in the dream projectile vomiting i was like <laughs> like to try and get, they were trying to get you know to get this demon out it's that was really disgusting i kind of think i woke up and i felt a bit sick and maybe i'd had a drink the night before or something like that but that was but, all, but but no, before I woke up, it kind of cut done like an in-cut thing where I was being chased across Dubai. This is this is just a tiny bit relevant, but I was in Dubai and I was being sort of, I, I knew I was on the run because I was this murderer and it was in Dubai, the desert, and then this, like, I don't know, this car crashed or I got out of. But then uh, basically the, the thing with the Dubai thing, I know I'm going on a bit and it's a bit of a long dream. It was There were two elements of the Dubai thing. It was like, to do with marriage and one was like uh, was being someone was being forced to be married there and another one was like i suppose i was like two lady personalities or something like that she was like i'm glad that i'm not being forced to be married you know i'm, I'm choosing this the only thing weird thing was is basically i, I after waking this is, up this like, is making my just, brain hurt no and the next day and then like, i was talking to kelly uh yeah kelly is my wife and basically, we've been invited to a wedding next um, next weekend, and we had to confirm some details uh, to do with where, who was coming and that. And basically, the lady who's being married—I didn't know this. I don't know if it's relevant at all, actually. But she literally just got back from Dubai that day, and it was just you know because I didn't know the, that she was gone to Dubai. I don't know; it's nothing to do with me. But I dreamt about Dubai and a marriage. Okay. And How does the Dubai you being a murderer running around in Dubai relate to you being a demon? Or not I, I being was, a demon. It was the same because the the it was the same person doing it. Okay. It was it it carried on. It was like a you know like a whole sort of element. So you were a murderer who got possessed by a demon, and then the exorcists were trying to get out, and you were just laughing at them because you knew God loved you anyway, even though you were a yeah. demon. And I project I vomited. Yeah. Okay. Like pretty disturbing. I mean, so I don't how know. how is that meaningful to you? I don't know. Yeah, it, this it, is we need to. No. Like I say, is it we need to have a chat about this bro because every week i ask you about meaningful dreams and you always just give me a dream but it was if you like say for instance if you were christian you might go oh it was really it was intense that, that's all okay. i can say it was intense. i don't know what it means but it was very intense and very the colors were very vivid the glowing red bible i mean i'm not you know i'm not does it mean that god loves you anyway yeah i can do what the fuck i want you know what i mean i can do what i want when i wanna and that's it. Do, do, what's it? Do, do what I want. Oh, shut up. What's the Crowley thing? Do what they will is the. Do what I will is the whole of the law. Love okay. is the law. 
I'm sure Crowley probably stole that from someone else before. But... You, you do know what that means, don't you? He didn't make that up, did he? No, but you know, like, so many people... I don't know if he... Yeah, I think he did. I don't know, probably not. Nah, I don't cares. think so. Um, I'll ask no, him later. Channeled to, channel to him by the blue... Uh, uh, blue meanies. Yeah, blue interdimensional alien thing. Uh, love is... Uh, love unto law, whatever it is. Do what I will. is not do what you want, no consequence. It's follow your own true will. Okay. Don't please other people. Follow your own true will. That's what it means. People misunderstand and say that, oh, Crowley just said you can do what the fuck you want. Although, obviously, you know, wasn't particularly, didn't seem to be a particularly decent human being, but I'm just explaining the, the idea of do what thy will as the whole of the law. Breaking the law, breaking the law. Crowley's breaking the law. Anyway, move yeah. on. <laughs> okay. Move on. If you can, I haven't had any dreams. I've had dreams, but nothing. Oh, 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 oh! You yeah, got something else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last night, basically, I had I literally sleepless night. I ended up. I think I had about an hour and a half sleep last night. I just you know when you just lay there, it's like I'm gonna go to sleep now. I'm gonna go to sleep now. I'm gonna go to sleep now. There was nothing going through my head. I literally laid there and I was like, this is probably not meaningful either, but I'm gonna tell you anyway. And I was literally <laughs> right. Fuck me. I want anybody is anything there oh god you know i was asking for aliens to come and talk to me god spirit dad any any anything i was like but just, you know don't get in my personal space uh and then basically eventually like or i don't know like half four i managed to like go asleep for a couple of hours and i instantly went into a dream about aliens because i'd asked to talk to aliens but it wasn't like gray aliens it was alien you know, oh the alien aliens. yeah Did it, it speak like, to you just, no, he was just trying to ease me, basically. Terrifying. Yeah, terrifying. Anyway, uh, yeah. <laughs> carry on. Nothing meaningful there. <laughs> Centillion in chat said, your dream means that whatever... It says, right, I'll read it out. That dream means that whatever this guy does, the backlash is going to be never way too much. You know what I mean? So it doesn't matter what I do, I'm not going to have any consequence. Is that what Maybe. it is? Maybe. Awesome. Or maybe whatever you do is going to be too much. Maybe you just can't handle it. It's not going to be too much or it is going to be too much. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. You decide. It's your dream. Follow my own true will. You have to interpret your own dreams. We've had this conversation loads of times, or at least twice. Or maybe once. I, many a long so, time ago. Something interesting that I've I've started doing is... I'll be the I, judge of that. <laughs> I bought some shares in a, um, a graphite mining company that's potentially going to make loads of money for me potentially if it uh obviously the shares were dead cheap and i just was like because i don't know what i'm doing so i've i spent about 50 quid or something like total okay, before before you go on just from the chat again oh, same person right, he, he was able to convince his subconscious to dream about aliens that's amazing it's amazed by your subconscious well it took me hours because i was laying there for hours literally hours i was trying to meditate and everything so but yeah, I mean, but I wanted to, I wanted to actually talk to aliens, like the grey yeah, aliens. Not be chased maybe, by the aliens. Yeah, I wanted like an out-of-body experience. Maybe they could come and like take me up to their ship and show me, what, show me things. I don't know. Um, yeah, not be chased by Just a, a shiny dirty bastard. Teeth. I think there wasn't, like, there wasn't other alien in it, but it was trying to blow me up as well. But it was mainly <laughs> scary. Um... Anyway, it's a big, it's a start. Carry on doing that. And eventually you'll get past the like E.T. alien to the ones controlling it. To the the, gra the yeah, greys and the, the greys or the uh, big greys and the little greys, um, Bigfoot. You, yeah, Bigfoot, Bigfoot, and that. Yeah. What 
you just dis- oh yeah, I was telling me about my shed. About your yeah. shed, yeah, I wasn't that yeah, interested yeah. in your shed. It's, it's, it's a uh, anyway, yeah, just that something interesting. So like you know, like I occasionally come along and say, yeah, I'm going to like learn how to do whatever, and I don't yeah. follow it up. This is another thing that should probably just going to. I probably just literally. It's only a few quid as long as I just don't keep doing that. Next week, I just had ten pounds worth of. I know nothing about shares. Okay. Um, remember before because you was talking about dreams. I said I haven't had anything weird. Mm-hmm. I had a. Remember we spoke about before where I have these weird, almost deja vu things, but they're not deja vu. Feels like yeah, yeah. I've had like memories. And I had one of them the other day. I was driving along, and this um. You know, the little islands in the middle of the road. Yeah. So, and the, a yeah. woman was crossing with her son. And he was on a bike and he almost rode into my truck. Oh, shit. And he sort of stopped. He, it didn't hit him, but it stopped. But he sort of fell off his bike on in the middle of the road. I pulled my truck over and got out. And I was doing, I was thinking, fuck, I'm, I've seen this before. I remember this from before. But it, it never feels like deja vu because deja vu has got that very sort of intense thing. This yeah. is, you know, where it's, it's just slightly different. It was one of them. I haven't, I haven't had one of them for ages and ages and ages because I started, you know, before we spoke about us, I said I had these sort of experiences a few times before. And then it's been a long time, probably a, maybe two years or longer since I've had one of these weird things. Oh, it, just, it just prompted me, actually. Um, so the bloke was obviously all right. Yeah, yeah. The kid was, was fine. Yeah. And I, I got out. Maybe. But I stopped and got out. And I was, when I was getting out, I was thinking, fuck, I've done this before. I'm, I'm sure sure i've done this before but not maybe, in a deja vu sense and i, I spoke to him yeah I mean, maybe it was just right. split splitting of realities and maybe in well, the other one of reality you run him over okay okay over him I, I had a, i come up with a theory because i was thinking about it and uh, at the moment um or a bit better but a couple of days ago i think the same day my wife was feeling really really depressed so i was thinking okay what's happened you've you've She's got these, you, yeah yeah that's probably one reason of it but you got these so i was thinking Maybe that happened, that's happened before in another universe. And at some point, our two uni- the two universes are coming together. And that is how it sort of is crossing over in, you know, it's rubbing, they're rubbing together. So I get sort yeah. of a friction from that other universe into this one. So I pick up something. And this thing may have happened already in the other universe. But I was thinking maybe my wife is, because the universes are coming together, her two different personalities in the two universes are sort of colliding and it's making her feel all weird and like that's where the depression's coming from because it's putting her psyche all out of kilter that's that makes easy. perfect that, sense doesn't it, it does that is possible Do you know again in, uh, last night when i was laying there trying to go to sleep but uh, my i tried to i was trying to basically go through all the thingies of the universe about you know how everything works and uh, at some point it was like i'd I worked out that everybody is exactly is the same being, but just literally. And it, 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 well, it when I was in, cause I was like, almost like meditating, but it almost made my mind explode. You know, like when you come up with a, wow, wasn't it? It was like, but I, I can't, I think I even like sort of blanked out for a minute. I might've nodded off cause it was too much for my mind <laughs> to, to, to con, you know, like, I know I can conceptualize it now, but when you're in like a deep sort of, you know, thingy, it was like, everybody was, the same mind like uh, and it just like yeah it popped it popped my psyche a little bit to be honest with you um when i when i thought of that theory i thought oh, i should go and check up like um like the conjunctions of the planets and the phase of the moon and all that and see if it and i just didn't bother anyway um oh. centillion's asked if we ever experienced lucid dreams 
Oh, that's my favourite lucid you've, dreams. You've I, lucid I, am, dreams. I, am, I am a lucid dreamer. I am, yeah. I've had, I, I've, I, yeah, I've had, I've had proper lucid dreams where I'm fully functioning, fully awake. I mean, I think you've nearly had one um, where I can, I, where I can touch myself, you know, and touch the... <laughs> he whatever, often does. You know, and speak, I've, I've um, spoke with, sorry, talked to my father uh, in a lucid dream because I've, yeah, become fully conscious and some basically summoned my father. I, I, I remember if you, well, one of my earlier episodes we talked about as well. When I spoke to my higher self, one of got, one of our old episodes we spoke about lucid dreaming, but yeah. I don't know what number it was. Uh, yeah, but I, yeah, so, <laughs> that didn't really help you much. Not really, no. Um, I don't really want to go back into the whole sort of um, no, if you want, I can tell you my whole story of having another life and another wife and more and kids when wherever I had this lucid dream into an out of body. I don't know what it was. I mean, you've, you've had different, your lucid dreaming experiences have been different to what I yeah. have. I think you've nearly, could, you've, you've not quite, no, you did. I think you've done one, haven't you? Where well, you've actually been, been stuff where I, I've, I've been in dreams where I know I'm dreaming mm. and I suppose that's a type of yeah, lucidity well, and that sort of thing. But pretty apart much, from yeah, that, you know, you're dreaming. You're not, not, yeah, but it, I mean, that is. And then I've had that a while ago, that experience with the, the witch dream. Later yeah. on, I had that bit where I went into the all the flowers and trees and everything was crystal clear. I'm like, wow, this is amazing. That's, that's, that's the one. Yeah, that's the nail. The, the, uh, out of, out of an, an OBE or fully lucid dream, astral, astral projection, everything is so... This is more real than here. That, that's all I can say. Definitely. Or it appears to be more real. It's, it's mind-blowing, considering it's supposed to be just your, you know, imagination, which I don't think it is, but yeah. If I'm, yeah, keep, I'm going to look it's through, yeah, sorry, see yeah. if I can find out. Well, I, did, like I say, because I wasn't really, I mean, I didn't want to go back into the whole, of Mike, all, all about me, having lucid dreams, but I love hearing other, other people's lucid dreams. And then you try to explain sometimes lucid dreaming to people who don't experience it, they they just don't get it well that's but, the that's why when I, I always ask you if you had any meaningful dreams because people explaining dreams or people telling you their dreams yeah you just sort of tune out don't yeah. you although thought, every week i ask you that and you, you still treat you still um continue to just tell me your dreams yeah you well because i you know they might be important to you or it might come up if i tell you it, it might come up in a another conversation you know or I suppose. the thing is i can be i'll have these really sort of deep dreams and then say like i'll tell you about it or i tell my wife about it and i say oh remember that dream i had and you're like no you know it's like because it's my dream isn't it i mean yeah. you, you, it's like telling people your um holiday experience oh it's really amazing or showing them your holiday photos no one gives a fuck do that let's no, be honest also don't. and uh, dreams really are personal to yourself uh, unless you have uh, you know like um the pro uh oh god what's it called pro pro prog 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 dreams. Precognition. Word. Yeah, that's the precognition. Pre sorry, yeah, precognition. You can see you've got an itch here. Um, uh, anyway, yeah. episode 18 is, all the way back in 18 is when we had a big chat about lucid dreaming. Awesome. I could, uh, I'd say go listen to that. Go Why listen not? to episode 18 and you'll hear about but not my yet. amazing, my, my, I thought, our life. Dun, dun, dun. Now, I'm not sure you're just going on the other life is sort of, a, it was a lucid dream but it's also there was something other weird going on there oh yeah other life yeah because it was different it was i mean obviously i was fully aware and lucid but yeah it was 
like another life. It was <laughs> that's it, another life. Yeah, bizarre. Yeah, I remember the story. Strangest. Anyway, story. if you want to want to listen to I'll the story, go back and check out episode our episode eighteen. Cool. Right, should right. we move on to some? Uh, what you, what you got? Some what news you got for me this week, bro? News, just a little story. Anything good? Uh, I haven't got that much. I mean, I don't want to go into that. Yeah, I have actually. Something amazing. There you go. Man abducted by aliens 50 years ago said he was warned of war, World War Three and COVID. There you go. A 68-year-old fisherman claimed he was warned about COVID and World War Three after being abducted by aliens 50 years ago. Calvin Parker said he kept his visions to himself, but now fears that are becoming reality prompting. Of course, he did. With the world, according to the mirror. My time here on Earth is almost over, he said. Why is it almost over? <laughs> because his World War Three's coming. He's six. Oh, right. I thought it was because he's old. He said, I would not want to leave here knowing there could be something I could do to help someone. Recording his alleged experience, Parker revealed a UFO landed on the banks of the river in Pascagola, 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 Mississippi, while he was fishing with a friend. He claimed to have been shown a horrific adventure during his 1972 encounter. Calling COVID the plague, Parker said it was caused by mankind. The plague will kill millions. Well, that's plainly not true. Cause food for shortages and people will fight and steal other people's things just to survive. If he's, if he's, um, maybe that's the next plague that's yeah, Gates is predicted. I think he's sorely mistaken if he thinks that um, COVID killed millions. Um, this is going, this is already going on, but it will get worse. Family against friend, family against family, friend. Family against family, friend against friend. I thought it was family against family, friend. Against friend against <laughs> That's what? all right, then. It's just fuck out. get your so family just, together and take on your friends. Yeah, basically, yeah. And family, friends fight friends as well. And family. Well, there will be a time when it will be impossible to trust anyone. But this is, this is. Um, I think he's just read Nostradamus' prophecies and decided to, um, yeah. Parker then shared his vision of World War Three in light of the tensions between Russia and Ukraine. Tensions? It's a little bit more than tensions. He claimed that water supplies would be cut off along with food shortages. We obviously that's planned already. We know that. And toxic land so bad, no more crops would grow after the war. I don't know if it's a nuclear war or not, but it puts nation against nation, which is war, of course. There will not be a nation on Earth that is not touched by this war. He disclaimed, I didn't come up with this on my own. This was not a figment of my imagination. This is what I saw or should I say, was shown during my alien experience, like abduction experience. So you really hope... Oh, go on, so go carry on. on. Finish to the oh, end, then I'll say no. what I want to... Oh, go on. It says, I truly hope these future visions do not come true. I'll be like, yeah, come on, man. <laughs> Parker underwent regressive hypnosis with the world's top alien abduction researcher, Bud Hopkins. You all know who Bud Hopkins is, don't we? You do know... Oh, Poskins. Bud, Bud Hopkins, to unravel his... Um, He's he's done um old communion, you know the communion bloke um, regressed him to unravel memories from his alleged experience. He said a female aliens. This is a bit weird. A female alien scratched his eyes with her fingernails and strangled him after shoving her finger up his. I thought he was going <laughs> to say something else. Yeah. <laughs> shoving, shoving her finger up his nose. Oh, like okay. <laughs> I thought you was going somewhere else as well. <laughs> I know. I was like, I was so disappointed when he said no. During the taped hypnosis session, Parker said, "She's evil. She's really evil. I can see destruction. I'm able to see things that I've never seen before." Parker described his near-death experience as the best feeling he ever had. It's like, what? It's really evil and it's really bad, but it's the best feeling I ever had. He claimed to have seen angels when his soul left his body before landing back into his physical form. He didn't really explain like the soul leaving the body. Is it because she scratched his eyes and stuck her finger up his? I don't he know. 
this was my blood. He said his blood was drained out of him and then replaces what he doesn't know now. Then things are shown to me, seeing things in the past, present and future. I guess one could call it a curse. Ever since then, I've had major health problems, but slowly I've overcome most of them. Maybe I, I was... Did you say mental her. health problems? Well, it could be a way to help save our planet or mankind, but it scares the hell out of me, not for me, but for the future of all of us. Um, I'm glad he kept that to himself for the past 50 years. Maybe he didn't keep Perhaps it all if he, um, if he'd come maybe. forward earlier, he could have stopped it. But now, can't now stop it's pointless, what? isn't it? You can't stop what can't be stopped. You can't anyway, kill what can't I be I thought killed. the aliens were behind the whole everything. Oh. So why would they warn him? They Because you have to tell people the plan. Or didn't they warn him? Oh, hey, same same thing, isn't it? I know you all say that, but that was it. They were like, I'm going to tell. Why would they tell him? I don't know. If I like went to. No, do you know what? I yeah, would. We'll, we'll go get some random teenager I from would. Mississippi and tell him what's going to happen in the future. Think so, would you? Yeah, really. It'd just be anybody. You'd be like, oh, I want to tell you what's going to happen to your planet. You just okay. tell the person. You know what I mean? The first person you come across, just tell them. You're just like, like they're so excited. It's like I just need yeah. to tell you this news. I just need to scratch your eyes, put my finger up your nose, and tell you the news. Your planet's far. And I'm going to kill you and let you see the alien, the angels, and then you're going to come back. Yeah. And the whole thing about dying in that. There's, what? There's holes in this story. There is holes in this story. There is probably, a few holes in this story. I, I, I would imagine the story's been edited somewhat, wouldn't okay. you say? Yeah. But no, I, I just picked it out. Again, it's from the mirror, and it was just there. And I thought, ah, interesting. Especially as I, uh, I suppose, said about aliens earlier or whatever. Not much about aliens. Uh, yeah, go on. That, that, was my, my, that was my first story. Go on. What other news you got? Really? You want to hear my news? Yeah. Like Quite interesting. Uh Russia to cut electricity to Finland tomorrow over payment issues. This was two hours ago, so they're going to cut off Finland's electricity tomorrow. A Russian oh, state energy company stopped supplying power to Finland, for, yeah, especially after what your story you've got. A Russian state energy company will stop supplying power to Finland from tomorrow as tensions between the two countries grow. Electricity exporter... Right. Electricity exported by Inter-RAO will be suspended for tomorrow as its Nordic subsidiary is not able to make payments. RAO Nordic said is not able to make payments for the imported electricity from Russia. So they're saying they can't make payments. Finland's grid company, Fingrad, said there is no threat to the adequacy of electricity in the country. Liar. It said power from Russia accounted for 10% of the nation's total power consumption. Missing imports can be replaced in the electricity market by importing more electricity from Sweden and partly also by domestic production. But still the news will add tensions over mounting Finland... Uh, Tensions mounting over Finland's decision to apply for NATO membership. The news angered Russia, whose ambassador to EU threatened a military and technical response if the country joins the pro-Western. Uh, just goes on, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, so they're threatening to cut off, well, it's saying 10% of the electricity supply. Uh, but what, I don't know, is that a the lot? The funny thing is, well, it's not a lot, is it? They say um, they can, yeah, but they say they can get their electricity from Sweden, then you go into Sweden and... Find out Sweden's yeah. getting like seventy percent from Russia. That'd yeah, be funny. I know. No, I don't know. That's just a weird. Are, yeah, because they're like sort of next door, aren't they? But you have got this thing, haven't you? With um, again, I think that's your story. But um, God, God, we are poking that bear, aren't we? Our, our government's trying to—they're trying to get us nuked, aren't they? Is that part of the plan? Yeah. Just, just, just prod them enough just to nuke UK. It's not that. All right. Let me do. Let me do what's going on. So. 
UK pledges to back Sweden and Finland against Russian threats. You've seen this story, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Boris Johnson has promised to support Sweden and Finland against potential Russian threat in any way necessary as he travelled to both countries to sign a mutual security agreement. With their government's Marlin NATO membership in the wake of the Ukrainian invasion, I think after this story come out, they have actually said they're going to apply for NATO membership, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, obviously, they obviously agreed to do that before this story come out, but yeah. now they've officially come out and said they're going to ask to join NATO. Um, holding a press conference with Swedish Prime Minister Magdalena Andersson on the first stop of his... I don't care about that, probably. Um, first stop of his... Tor Johnson said the type and extent of possible support would largely be governed by what Sweden might ask for. Johnson had earlier signed mutual security agreements with Anderson. So he signed the agreement already. Later on Wednesday, he signed a parallel deal with the Finnish president. Uh, the mutual agreement promised that if either country faced an attack or a disaster, they would, upon request from the affected country, assist each other in a variety of ways, which may include military means. At the press conference at the presidential palace in Helsinki, Johnson confirmed in response to a question that this could involve UK troops in Finland or Sweden. Yes, we will come to each other's assistance, including with military assistance. Yeah, I'm not going to read any more. So what implication of that to me is Russia has said if they um Finland or Sweden join NATO, they're gonna act, aren't they? Yeah. So it could be some sort of economic thing, I don't know, like obviously cutting off the cutting off the electricity, although that will be to do with Finland not paying Russia in rubles, isn't it? Where that comes yeah, from. Yeah, that, that there although is Finland's probably refused to pay in rubles, so they're gonna cut them off. They'll like take the ten percent hit, I suppose. It did, it, in the story, it didn't say that. That's that. I mean, obviously no, he didn't say that. But that is what's happening. Right, Russia's right, yeah. Russia said they're only accepting payment in rubles. Yeah, yeah, and they. Anyways, so we're going to go. Russia has said that they're going to do basically do something if Finland and Sweden join NATO. So taking it to some sort of, it's not probably not even extreme. If they say they're joining NATO, Russia say they do attack one of those countries then we send troops to that country to defend because we got this treaty with them yeah and our troops get shot at or some of them die and that means that russia's attacked a nato country and now it's nato now it's the defense nato defense or whatever the clauses kicks in it's a way of um getting nato getting finland and sweden defended by nato without actually having nato defend them because but i mean I've, actually, I have got another story thing about. No, hold on, because once they say they want to join NATO, then it's going to take, it could take like a few years for them to actually finalise everything and then become part of NATO. So, in that yeah. intervening thing, they're Boris Johnson saying, you know, they're getting in. But it's, it's, what about this, is what, those... this is what happened in the First World War, isn't it? Yeah, very much so. Well, Where, well, I mean, it was a, a, a bigger dominant, it was, no, the First World War was a bigger domino effect, wasn't it? Like, yeah. We were pulled into it because we were had a an agreement with France. France had an agreement with Belgium. Germany attacked Belgium, wasn't it? And then that yeah. obviously triggered France, which also triggered us. So that similar sort of yeah. thing. We put our troops into one of those countries. We get attacked by Russia, and then that that triggers the I can't remember what article it is in the NATO thing. Therefore, the NATO 
member has been attacked. That means NATO's been attacked. It, it, it does seem that NATO, especially our government, are doing everything they can to provoke them. I, it does seem know, that way. Regardless of what, you know, I know you'll be like, oh, not you, but people are like, well, Russia attacked Ukraine. It also makes a little bit of sense now why Boris is there, doesn't it? Pretty fucking useless. Where, so his only he, use... Where, where he's anywhere. Well, his only use is to now sign this treaty and be the person... You know what I mean? This is his use. This is his... Yeah. If you've got, like, a, yeah, let's call it the New World right. Order, if they're behind this yeah. in whatever different three-letter... What, what, the, what the fucking good is he for? Yeah. You know, I know what all the thing and they've gone, well, he's, he's a dick, so we can use him to do dick stuff. Yeah. Like, he can sign this treaty and bring, you know, potentially bring NATO into a war with Russia. Sign the treaty, though. I mean, but he is... I know, but they've used Boris. That's why... Yeah. I'm just saying, that's why he's still there. Because he's shit. He's a shit prime minister. He's a shit person. That is why yeah. they fixed it. Yeah. He's just a shit cunt. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. They all are, aren't they? All a bunch of shit cunts. I know they are. But this is his this is his reason for being there. This is his finest hour. Yeah. Boris Johnson's yeah. finest. Fucking hell. He's his dad being interviewed the other day. What a fucking piece of work that is as well. So when he saw they were saying about um it was the story from before the people calling Boris Johnson Pinocchio because he just lies all the time and his dad was like I don't get if the British public knew how to even smell Pinocchio. And oh, that one, yeah. Bit harsh. It's like, you know, can you smell smell? Can you spell Pinocchio? I can spell lying cunt. He should have said. Yeah, I, yeah, it's spelled L Y I N G C U N T. You fat prick. So, oh, sorry, we've been quite abusive. You know what I mean? Like, then they call these people. We're going well, it doesn't matter about going off topic. But we, it's like, it's like your leaders, yeah. Leader. You know what I mean? Nothing, no, not my leader, nothing to do with me. Yeah. Nothing. Did we had votes the other We had a local election vote in the other day. Actually, I don't even know if we had it in my area. I didn't, don't, didn't see a polling card, but I mean, it was like, I mean, you probably didn't then. Well, probably not, but I mean, we would have gone in the bin anyway if I had. Uh, I'm presuming you didn't vote. <laughs> Oh, I couldn't bother, and it's just no. I don't I mean you. I don't think you ever vote anyway. But um, I can. I don't know. It's all fixed. So it's all the fucking fix up. That's what I think. Yeah, I don't. My collections. They're probably not pointless, but I never they could get involved be, they, with them. They're not pointless. The only the only thing they're good for. If you're a councillor, is that is for council, isn't it? Yeah. If you get a load of money as well, if you're a councillor. They earn shitload, or is that voluntary? Nah, I think they earn loads. You have to get paid something. Worth doing, isn't it? Just, I could be a shit cunt. <laughs> I could be shit. I could, I could be a shit counsellor for a, one term. Yeah, I could do that. I could be a fucking. I could be right. I could be a right idiot. Um. Anyway, so yeah. So, in any any way you look at it, we're probably heading for war. Yeah, basically, you know, I'm I'm always imagining nuclear war. It, uh, it um like during the day, but. I've, it's probably going to happen at night. I'd be well disorientating, getting nuked at night. <laughs> I'll be asleep, so I don't care. Everyone sort of running around with like their flash hanging off at night, blind. They'll be, you know, from the flash and. Pretty sure I'm within. Like foxes running around, taking I'm chunks out. Of pretty people. sure we're both going to get blown up. No, I'm. I'm on the outer, close to the Heathrow Airport, than you are actually. To be fair, but 
literally. And they've got like Cobham, like army bases and shit everywhere. It doesn't matter anyway. I can't even, I can't, <laughs> I can't even <laughs> contemplate it. No. Um, right. That's, is there anything else to add to that? Nuclear war well, story? I just, yeah, I'm not, re- well, it wasn't a nuclear war story. I just think that's what Boris's reason for being there. Just so he can sign this deal and inadvertently get NATO involved like, in a war. Are they going for the greatest conjunction of shit? You know what I mean? Like nuclear war, food shortages, droughts, fucking everything. that you could, Is it because they believe in the, like, the apocalypse? They believe in that, you know, there's some kind of, um, cult where they actually want. I mean, I've, I've heard this, you know, where they actually want the end of the world sort of thing because. Well, it is. I think you have to ask yourself: Is Putin? Labeled. Is Putin just another side of the same coin? Is he part of it all as well? Has he gone a little bit rogue? So. Or is this all Could set be. up? Maybe there's always there's always a, like Hitler was like you know part of uh, something. <laughs> yeah, the Nazi rogue. party. I mean, he, he, no, but I mean, he was, he had financial backing from, you know, American yeah. banks and stuff like that. But he also didn't have nuclear he weapons. Did. No, he didn't. No, which is, we beat him to that one. We beat him to that punch. You know, is everything just set up to, you know, even the first world war, was that a, like a, you know, like a ploy just to get rid of population things and reset the order, you know what I mean? Reset the world so they can make new new rules and stuff like that because that happened Probably. after the first and second world war. Is that the idea? You know, I've heard of the Great Reset, so this is part of the Great Reset. And also, I just, do, nu- do nuclear weapons work? That'd be interesting. <laughs> have, have I, aliens... I think nuclear weapons work. Do they, though? There was, there was, um, do they? Some... I think they do. do. They? I'm, I'm interested to find out. Are you, really in, are you really that interested? Be interested. I don't want to find out. What, what would happen if they don't work? Then lots of missiles will be sticking out of roofs. Imagine that. It like everywhere would just attack everywhere else because like, you ain't got nuclear weapons. Like Scotland would invade England. Like it'd be like. Aren't most of our nuclear weapons in Scotland? Uh, England would invade like bases. Scotland then. Bases. Right, that's, we put them like, what should we do with these nuclear weapons? <laughs> Let's just put them all up the top of the country. Hmm. I think so, yeah. Nuclear um, submarines and like where we can launch our missiles from, yeah. Put the bases up there as well. Yeah, well, because it's nuclear subs like, up there. It's like the nicest area, isn't it, for nuclear weapons? Best area. Lots of sheep and stuff. Think about Scotland. I, I forgot to look it up, man. There's a pyramid in Scotland. Is there? No, it, was, it was built after the... Um, Albert died. It's in the Kengorns. In what's it, what's the royal thing up there? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I remember now. Yeah, um, um, I literally can't remember anything these days. Balmoral. Balmoral. Yeah, it's a pyramid on on Balmoral. Yeah, I remember Lands. now. Didn't Vic, is it not, not? Is it Victoria built? Yeah. Well, she didn't build it personally, she but she had her, her peons do it for her. She was a pretty uh, pretty sort of relevant monarch. Maybe she could build. Maybe she had technology. Maybe because she was an alien, she had the technology to build pyramids. Maybe, maybe. just like whoop. maybe that's what the scepters do. They're magical levitating stuff. Like Harry Harry Potter. Yeah, pretty much. I reckon probably that's probably Potter. true. Probably true. True story. You heard it here. That's an exclusive. We're <laughs> all stepped builds pyramids, motherfuckers. Don't fuck with us. <laughs> right. I get rid of that Finland story. I've got I've got one more story. I'm not gone. I mean. Dutch, Dutch journalist reports an unprecedented NATO arsenal in Ukraine. 
The Dutch journalist Sonja van der End spent the past few days in the Luhansk People's Republic in eastern Ukraine. She was taken to remote army barracks where, to her great surprise, an arsenal of tanks, army vehicles, weapons, anti-aircraft missiles, body armour and ammunition was stored. Now, but even more astonishing was that it was all NATO equipment. Van der End writes on her website, This was seized in recent days after fierce battles with the Ukrainian army, which is claiming one victory after another, which the Western media eagerly make into beautiful stories without checking. After all, they can't because there aren't many journalists on the road, not even in Ukraine. Yeah, there's not a lot in there. Spanish reporter on the ground in Ukraine, Ruben Gisbert, Gisbert, Gisbert has instantly revealed uh, on social media that Ukrainian forces threatened to kill him if he continued to report what was happening at the war front. A Chilean filmmaker, Gonzalo Lira, has also been hiding in the city of Kharkov because his life is threatened by Ukrainians after reporting from the war zone. Van der End pointed out that the propaganda war was running at full speed, especially in the West, while the Russians are more conservative and give press conferences almost daily with an update at the front. Doesn't mean they're telling the truth, though. So much nonsense is written in Europe that is almost laughable. Yeah, I completely agree with that, said Van der End. She noted that most Russians were proud of their soldiers and army and understood, obviously, this is a big uh, Russian propaganda piece, and understood that Ukraine needed to be liberate, liberated from this horror war, which was being plagued in eastern Ukraine since 2014. Of course, these weapons, anyway, basically, go on, basically, that um, the Russians are claiming that they've captured shitloads of NATO equipment and that they're, they're not losing as badly as the Ukrainians make out, but we keep hearing this shit. So who knows? We don't know. Don't hear a lot about victory ukraine you don't really hear about ukrainian victories that much on the news but you always hear okay. if something goes wrong for the russians like today there's that battalion got apparently got lost trying to cross a river they get lost it got blown up yeah i don't apparently it, it wouldn't, i don't know wouldn't if that's true or not but they can't be that bad Ooh. that they like the russians that are just like okay everybody on the bridge you know what I mean? They can't be that bad. It wasn't, that wasn't one bridge. I think there was a few pontoon bridges and they, yeah, they got shelled as they were crossing it. That's what I... Small report I read about it. I mean, that sort of shit can happen. I think but, it's a war... If it's a war of attrition, Russia's going to win. I think the Second oh. World War proved that point, didn't it? Russia is going to win. They'll, they'll, there's no way Ukraine will not win unless they're... I suppose if they're fighting... I mean, you can't just give people weapons don't think maybe you can but i didn't wouldn't thought you could give just normal people weapons and go fight this arm you know what i mean like army and they win because uh, your weapons are looking through some news stories earlier and just the headline was um ukraine uh aiming to arm a million people can just don't and you i mean you, it, you i suppose, I suppose a million a million people with i don't know whatever they're Whatever they're giving them, AKs or M16s or some variant of that. It's still a very bizarre situation, I think. You know, like, you still look at, the, like, a live stream from Kiev and it's just like, I just called it Kiev, not Kiev. I can't even say it. Kiev. Kiev? What is it? Yeah. What is Kiev. it? Kiev. Just say chicken first. Yeah, chicken Kiev. There you go. Chicken. You get it right. Kiev. Chicken Kiev. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Yeah, like they're going to arm a million people. Um, just rhetoric and bullshit. I, 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 yeah, it is bullshit because I've I've read so many. Um, again, I, I I don't know. I'm not there. I don't know what the fuck's real and what's not. But uh, reports of say the certainly foreign mercenaries that are going into Ukraine 
and they've got no weapons. They're not even being given weapons. They're like, what the fuck's going on? And they're like, oh, just go and defend this. And they're like... Yeah, that could have changed I mean, now. I mean, we talked about that a few... I'd mean. say a few weeks ago, but it's probably about two months ago now we spoke about that story yeah. where they... I suppose it could be... They've been given weapons now, I suppose, like supplies and that. But um, didn't the, uh, the American government try to get another £40 billion pounds worth or dollars worth of aid? Okay. Aid? It passed, didn't they? No, it got, got refused. Got um, Did it? Yeah, Congress should turn it down. It's like you can't even feed your own freaking country. You know what I mean? It's and probably getting... not enough to skim off, so they'll probably put it back through for sixty billion, and oh, they'll yeah. be like, "Yep, yeah, you can get that through." The old backhanders whole, going. The whole thing, but there's massive, massive money laundering going on with this. Of course, shit, there is. Right? Yeah. I support with I support Ukraine. Who do you support? West Ham. Uh, West Ham. West Ham. West Ham United. You're invited. Right. Okay. That. Um, yeah, that's it. I'm, I'm done for interesting news stories. And uh, it's just really, it's a strange situation. Yeah, very strange situation. Like trying to trying to push the, for like a war between NATO and Russia. It's insane. If, if nuclear weapons are involved, it just changes everything, doesn't it? It's got to be. It has to be. Their agenda is a big war. What comes out of it is New World Order. One. Oh one yeah, one. that. You can't. I mean, it has to be to do with that, which means. Putin would... You, but having Putin, having nuclear weapons him. involved yeah. just changes everything beyond just comprehension. Because you, you can't just... Unless they think they can control where the damage... You know, where the damage... Mm. Or like limited nuclear, nuclear strikes. But there's still... Like, have you not seen, like, videos of, say, like, there's this particular chap in America um, in the 60s, 70s eating uranium, saying it's not poisonous? Yeah. You know? And, like, and he maybe, died. Did he, he didn't die of cancer, though, did he? Probably did. Brain blew up. Pretty sure. Well, I'm just saying, like, maybe, like, nuclear weapons are powerful, but not as powerful, you know. Really? Radiating, radiating as they make out. Mate, well, that's what I'm, I'm just thinking, because I can't understand the logic of it. Well, I, I mean, well they've probably looked at... The actual uh, logic. Like... If, if, if it's a real logic, unless it's a, all staged, even that, if they're going to do limited nuclear weapons, there's no such thing, really, is there? Like, no, because you're, you're, sure. you're looking at long-term long plans. If know. things get nuked, the rich, you know, the elites or whatever you're going to call them are not going to be living in them areas. They'll just think, oh, we'll leave that for 70 years and then it'll be livable again. I mean, the people living there will probably get cancer, but we're never going to build our houses on those places. We're going to be off somewhere. We'll be in the South Pole. We'll be all right. Um, yeah, they... it's just a calculation isn't it a calculation to yeah but uh, but calculation that they're not going to be living in those areas they would have to be in control of putin for it to be limited otherwise it could just not be limited and also they'd have to be in control of the whole sort of russian everything you know that yeah but isn't that isn't that what the what about the rogue elements you know powers that the powers oh. that be behind the power behind the throne isn't that what they do they control everything yeah I mean, even even I'm doubting that, you know. Like, I thought you believe that though. Oh no, they they want to control everything. They're in control of pretty much. I mean, you know, you can go as far as like two companies own everything on the planet. But what's the point of the pantomime if they control everything already? I don't know. They can't, can they? They either do or they don't. Yeah, I'm, no. I don't fucking know, man. I don't fucking know. <sighs> Enough of this bullshit, anyway. Bullshit. I think I look a bit like that boxer, you know, that one who just won the title. A bit old and 
He's about Your nose looks broken. That's what yeah. you mean. Yeah. yeah, enough of that. Right, that's... Anyway, brother, what is your topic of the day, which I know absolutely nothing about? I was going to talk about crystal skulls, but as you've yeah. done no research whatsoever, well, it's a bit pointless. Of, you know what research I've done? It was like they were just debunking it, just getting like, uh, it's all being decided that it, the crystal skull, we can talk about this, come on, we'll start it and we'll, we'll talk about it. I didn't, want to, start off with, like, I didn't want to start off it being debunked, did I? That was not, we meant to build it up. Build it yeah. up and build up a thing and then, you know. Oh, hang on, I've got one more news story. Can we do one more news Go on story? Then. Yeah, make it a long one. <laughs> no, 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 we're cool. This is all right. I mean, uh, it's called Diesel Geddon. America's diesel supply is on the verge of a catastrophic collapse leading to halting of food, fertilizer, coal, and energy. In what we are now calling Diesel Geddon, the supply of diesel fuel in the United States is plunging. By the end of May or early June, unless something changes dramatically, diesel fuel will go into extreme scarcity and have to be rationed across America. Because diesel is used in nearly all trains, because they're diesel electronic trains, diesel electric trains, transport trucks, construction equipment and farming equipment, the crash in diesel availability will sharply affect all the following. Food availability, starvation, fertilizer for growing food, coal for power and electrical grid, construction projects, transportation of consumer goods, retail stores, UPS, FedEx, USPS and other package carriers. Few people realise how important diesel fuel is to the economy, but they're about to learn this all-important lesson the hard way. Without diesel fuel, America's economy ceases to function, full stop. Um, why? Not why does why? it cease to function? Why is it running out? Why are they saying that? One reason we don't have enough diesel, that's really poignant. Okay. That, <laughs> that wasn't set up whatsoever. <laughs> we find in America is because over the last few years, Major diesel, major fuel refineries shut down their diesel operations, began retooling to produce biodiesel, highly inefficient, virtue signaling product, actually horrible for the environment, and yet depends almost entirely on food production to make the fuel. It's incredibly wasteful to grow food and then turn that fuel into fuel. Just look at corn-derived ethanol fiasco. That's an ecological nightmare. Massive oil refiners are turning to biofuel plants in the West. During the contrived covid lockdowns it turns out there was so much excess diesel in the pipeline these companies were strong-armed into going green by transforming their refineries into bios biofuel factories this means of course they can no longer produce real diesel fuel from petroleum um yeah basically there's a massive shortage of diesel because all the diesel they're, they're not making diesel they're making, they're making biofuel yes which is shit is it and and also, it gets also the food's um, being used to make the thing as well. There would be an excess of food, but it's a whole the whole big plan. So by the end of May, beginning of June, is it going to be that quick? I, I keep I'm looking for the. Like, is biofuel really that bad though? I don't know. It says it is. Just ready. Oh, that doesn't. That's obviously very biased against biofuel. It didn't sound like a, a balanced report to me. Uh. Well, let's hope everything we say about everything we said is wrong. Okay, yeah. I mean, yeah. it could be true. I mean, that's just that's just referring to America. I mean, I, well, how does it fare in this country, in the U United Kingdom of Great Britain and Ireland? For now. What do you think? Fucked? I don't know. Fucked? We fucked? No, I ain't got a diesel car. I don't <laughs> use it. Those are vehicles we drive at work to. Yeah, true, true, true. Um, yeah, anyway, that's my last story. Have you all got anything to add about that? Ah. 
Apart from I don't know whether biofuel is crap for the environment or not. Right, moving on. I mean, diesel's <laughs> pretty shit for the environment, isn't it? Everything's shit for the environment, isn't okay, it? Yeah. All, all fuels, unless it's like Tesla's free electricity thingy, majiggy, malarkey. Even we're not sure is even real. Surely ele electric cars are just as bad for the environment. Of course they are, yeah, because to make them, I think not it's like that. You still have to charge them, and you have to charge them just as much as you yeah, like. But I think there's a thing no one ever considers with electric cars is the cost to make them in like energy, because they don't just appear, do they? Ology. And the battery, the batteries are pretty polluting. The way they got if you there's a few like metals that have to do strip mining, or they do strip. I don't know if they have to, but they one, strip one mine. Of, one of the metals is graphite, which I have shares in. Okay, yeah. <laughs> well done. Hopefully that takes off for you. Um, yeah, but the, the cost of making a, an electric car, I'm not sure they'll ever get back from, you know, for the environment, they'll ever get back from actually running the electric no. car all those years. No, it's, it's all, it's just, a, everything's a massive money scam. Man, money control scam, the whole uh, green, everything, literally everything. You wake up, I feel like I'm being scammed as soon as my eyes open and sunlight streaming in through my window. Sunlight's a scam. Scamming me. <laughs> yeah, it, it, you know, it does. It does. You just, I've just, uh, anyway, I've just had my car um, fixed. It was a scam. Scammed you on well, that one. Well, yeah, because what happened was, I was going to tell you, because the, the, the basically the clutch went on my car. It did go. There's no bones about it. And um, so we've got, I've got some um, quotes. The clutch was going on my car. I've got some quotes from people. The first one was like 900 quid. It's like, fuck off. It's just ridiculous. Um, so we've got some quotes. And I found a garage because so, the garage near me had said he wasn't a rip-off. So, all right, we took it there. And it was like... Trust me, governor. I ain't no rip-off. Trust me. Yeah, it's all right. We can do... I can do mates rates for you. You know what I mean? So, anyway, 700 pounds later... He hates uh, his mates. He hates his mates, yeah, right. They done Fucking my Fucking hate my mates. Done my clutch, but lo and behold, they'd found other faults like oh your, your brakes are a bit to be fair, they fixed my brakes brilliantly. I'll keep always going through the windscreen every time <laughs> I do fantastic. But they'd done my brakes and um uh some other I can't even remember what other thing which I couldn't the thing is because they I don't know what I haven't got a clue about cars. So they say like this, that and that, and it's like, all right, do it. You know what I mean? Like, and because I want a car, I need... You could have got a second opinion. Well, they had my car. It broken down and it'd been towed there. You know what I mean? So Okay. I mean, for yeah, all the other stuff, you could have got a second opinion. Yeah, I could have done, but they, they, they said, like, the point was they'd have... It was quite a big job to take the engine back out and do the... So we just thought... Don't and plus, you just thought, I'll just invest in graphite, mate. I'm going to be a millionaire. <laughs> yeah. And um, sorry, I'm sorry, this is completely off the thing but just telling you just about the ripoff so get it off your chest bro get it get off your me, chest that's why you're here car. get me car back and then like the next day it's pissing out with other shit coming out and so my wife's like oh blah, blah, blah. i can't ring him up he's like, oh bring it in yeah just like like and they go oh it's a pipe's come off so but it's nothing to do with what we've done i've got warranty on the stuff that they've done but conveniently it's nothing to do with what they've done it's like do you know what just fix it however and then they had to order the part especially because it's a bloody peugeot so they've got to order it so it's, the supply chain chain issue affects me now so it takes over a week to get the pipe and then they, then they charge me another 120 quid on top of what i've just paid to have the clutch and that done so it's over 800 pounds no hang on a minute yeah so it's near enough the same as what i was quoted the 900 pounds in the first <laughs> place 
dodgy. You know what I mean? And it's like things I don't know. You know, even if I got a quote from another place, they're still. I mean, maybe the bloke was just being like honest and just decided he seemed all right, but you got the you got the you got the whim of mechanics, farmers, and yeah, I mean, yeah. I, the way I looked at it is like it's an exchange of whatever they've got to make a living, and shit's happening, and you know what I mean, like so. Anyway, that's off my chest, right? Right. Anyway, are we going to talk about Crystal Skulls, bro? <laughs> we give it. We going to give it a whirl. We can. Think we can do an introduction to the myth of the Crystal Skull. Is it a myth? Let's just call this. What this... do you know about? All right. What do you know about Crystal Skulls? Don't okay. read off. Just tell me your opinion. Like when you say Crystal Skulls, what's it bring to mind? Uh, Indiana Jones. Okay. Before that, Mayan. Yeah. Ish. South American people found these crystal skulls and uh, they reckon they're like pre Mayan. Um, Mesoamerican. Mesoamerican? Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, um, they're, that, that's what they say and that they give, basically give healing properties and um, people have communicated with other beings by just by touching these uh, crystal skulls. And yeah, it's like a sort of a. It's a thing. I don't know how many crystal skulls. I know there's like a, you know, it's like a big, biggish one, like a normal there's size one. Loads like of them. Ones and stuff, isn't there? Like, I mean, is there like loads? Like what, hundreds, thousands? Yeah, they still turn up now because they they're still knocking them out at the moment. So people still sort of make them. What about the like? Obviously, I've got the. Okay, so for decades, the famous crystal skull in the Museum of Mankind. In was there a Museum of Mankind in London? Not that I know of. I've never heard of it. No. Probably Where have is, I got this? Yeah. Probably is. Yeah. Uh, was believed by many to be and indeed labelled probably Aztec and some thought it also possessed healing and other mysterious powers including that of moving around within its glass cabinet on the first floor of the museum at night. According to many mystics an ancient uh, North American legend tells of 13 crystal skulls. This is North American or will the, it be South American? The Museum of Mankind is in the British Museum. Oh it is like, in the Part yeah, it's part of it, yeah. Uh, hold on. Legend tells of 13 crystal skulls, some still to be discovered, which share information about the origins. 13. 13. All right. Oh, the 13. The count, the 13. It's the 13, isn't it? Okay. You've heard of the 13? 13 crystal skulls. No, the, the uh, Council of 13. Okay. It's those, is it? It's their skulls. I don't know. I think I made that up, but... <laughs> we share information about the origins and destiny of, hum of humankind. One day, it said, at a time of great need, all the crystal skulls would be rediscovered and brought together to reveal their message for humanity. The fact that the Aztecs believe in 13 planes of heaven and that they produced precious crystal ornaments seem to add weight to the ideas that the crystal skulls would be generally ancient. I don't understand. Why do they have to bring 13 crystal skulls together to give us? Why don't they just put it in a book or something? Oh, because the... Oh, well, they can't, put it, they they can't put it in the book because the um, Conquistadors burnt all their books. Why didn't they have all the crystal skulls together in the first place? No, because they were split up and put... A, it's like one of those things we've got to take and put them all around the world and hide them all. Then later on, they'll be brought together. I'd never understood Easter egg hunts when I was younger. And it I made did. me cry, so... Because I couldn't find my eggs, I remember that. It's the same thing. Why don't you just put them all together? It's stupid. Believers in the power of crystal skulls have made some fantastic claims about their abilities. Um, Anna Mitchell Hedges, who is like a, the famous one from the British Museum, 
claims that her skull was used for healing, but it's never been a specific. So she's like, oh, this skull heals me. She never said whatever. The owner of the ET, which is another name of a skull, believes that it helped to heal her brain tumour. Many people who have encountered the more well-known crystal skulls describe them as giving off strong psychic energy. I, I've, you like crystal, crystals does that. So if it's like like this size, yeah, and it's dull, then maybe it's just naturally good. It doesn't mean it's made to do that. Maybe it just does that because of the, you know. According to believers in the supernatural and the occult, crystal skulls are more than just interesting artifacts. They may represent doom and destruction or hope and healing. Some people think that crystal skulls can be used like crystal balls to seal visions of the past, present and future. They claim that the skulls emit psychic energy, auras or even sounds. Believers point to the Mayan creation myth that re reference crystal skulls and a story that 13 crystal skulls were scattered by the Mayans thousands of years ago to be discovered and reunited in modern times. Mm. That's what some of them say. What do you well, think about that then? I... Um, what so are they are they definitely going to be um i mean when are they going to get found and where in great times of need you'd think that would have happened already right now quite, quite needy now isn't it it's quite needy so can, I, quite can needy. I find one do you have to like be told to find one who maybe if you um meditate on your dreams you'll be shown where the crystal skulls are what was the first crystal skull found? Do we okay. know? Crystal skull. I've got some history of crystal skulls. If you want that, is it is it uh, is it the Mitchell Hedges skull? Was that no. The first found. Okay. Right. Is it the British Museum skull. No, that is the Mitchell Hedges was, skull. Was it the Paris skull? No. Was it the Smithsonian skull? Shut up! It wasn't that one either. Right. <laughs> Early seventeen hundreds. A monk near Lviv, Russia. Uh, while taking his daily walk notices a large rose quartz skull sticking out of a mound contained within this mound are a number of artifacts that are linked to the ancient Scythians, a people who lived in russia over 1000 years ago apparently that's a true story oh the uh, author's note this is one of the skulls that is in the hands of miss jockey van deaton called the love skull is it the love then love l-u-v it's the love skull. Maybe it's love, maybe it's love. Can I touch your love? You have to ask a Russian how to pronounce it. Uh, mm. Late 1700s, a blind craftsman works with a local shaman in the Amazon to fashion a human sized crystal skull from a large block of quartz. It's perceived that some spiritual entity of unknown origin is present within the skull. That's how come that one discovered. Author's note, this skull becomes known as Windsong. The caretaker is Floyd Petrie. So that one was actually fashioned wow. in the 1700s. Okay. We move okay. on to like the 19th century. Hold on. These are, I've got loads of skulls here. The Rideau family acquires a small crystal skull that includes a Christian cross made from gold and quartz. The cross is inserted into a circular opening at the top of the skull. Crystal cross shows a date of 1571 engraved upon it. Family received this skull either through a local church or it was purchased. Mm. Okay, this right, UG eighteen sixty to eighteen eighties. Eugene Boban 
works in Mexico. Okay, this Boban is a big name in crystal scullery. Skullduggery. I think he may be linked to the... Uh, maybe the, the French skull, whatever, the one that's in the... Uh, Eugene Boban. Yeah, the Paris one. Maybe. Uh, works in Mexico during the French occupation and is uh, appointed as the French Scientific Commission underneath Emperor Maximilian. It's suspected that at this time he begins to acquire some crystal skulls, either found in various Mesoamerican ruins or has contacts with local skilled carvers. Possibly the second one. It's believed that two crystal skulls that became known as the Paris oh, and British Museum crystal skulls oh. in the Musée de la Homme, located in Paris, I don't know if I pronounced that right, and the British Museum in London, were acquired by Boban and were eventually sold to various individuals later during this period. So the, the Paris and the um, British Museum one are, they're very involved with like the later on, what's it called, research into whether the skulls are real or not. Um. Yeah, I mean, they are real, but whether they are as old <laughs> yeah, as they are real as things, yeah. Yeah, it's not. They're not sounding. Not you know, they're not like fake. They are. Or whether they're thousands of years old. Yeah, it, it seems that. I mean, obviously, in seventeen whatever, they didn't count on there being technology for. Um, or maybe they actually. You know, when they first found them, maybe they did think they were older. You know, for all the technology, whatever they had, they thought they were older. But well, not you know if I mean? they made them. Not if like well, maybe, Eugene Boban yeah, created them so, yeah. in seventeen in the eighteen sixties. He created these crystal skulls and said they were older, and like well, pretended maybe, he found them in these ancient ruins. Maybe there's one that yeah. is like the old one, and they've got to find an. You know, there is a. Maybe there's one that's really old. Have maybe. they tested all of them? Like, like the first one has that been tested for? Um, Some old? of them. We'll get to that a bit later. Like uh, do you want me to, want me to read out some more of this stuff? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's interesting. Okay, 1876 to 1910. It is reported that President Porfirio Diaz of Mexico has a collection of crystal skulls on his desk. Two of the skulls that are purport, purport, purportedly a part of his collection are claimed to be an amethyst crystal skull, later to be known as Ami, and possibly a large hollow crystal skull that was later sent to the Smithsonian Institute in Washington, D.C. Oh, that's the one that kicked off all the... Um, apparently, this is the same skull. In 1995, this kicked off a... What's it called? A, revolution. Uh, it kicked off a revolution. No, it didn't kick off the revolution. Uh, I, it kicked off a investigation that maybe proved whether these things are true or false. But that skull, uh, the Smithsonian skull, the one from the London Museum, I think the Paris one as well, will get sort of... Um, not sort of, they did all get uh, investigated using modern techniques to see whether they're, they are as ancient as they're like, purported to be. With, with all the um, uh, so-called mystical stuff, yeah, you could prove it just by like holding it. Well, just getting everybody to. Can't, or if it's just if, one person or occasional people, it's like, well, it's nothing to do with the sculpting, is it? It's just you. No, but they... Maybe it makes you challenge, helps you challenge. A lot, yeah, challenge. well, a lot of the crystal skulls are made from quartz and quartz is yeah. a very um yeah. energy meant to be yeah. energy rich anyway isn't it so in itself yeah. even if it wasn't created in a thousand years ago if it was created 50 yeah. years ago it There's was made from with quartz yeah you know, it's like, made from quartz anyway so 
Bigfoot. If, if you made one yesterday and it was made from quartz, it could still have an energetic um, power to it. If you when could my, tap into that. When my graphite uh, millions come in, I'm going to build a house out of quartz. Okay. I'm going to summon Bigfoot. Knock yourself out. Uh, 1878, Alfonso Pinay donates a clear crystal skull to the... What is his name? Pinay? Pinart. Alfonso, did you say? Alphonse Pinart. Nailed it. Yeah, go on. Donates a clear crystal skull to the Trocadero Museum in Paris. I'm not saying the actual Paris thing again. <laughs> <laughs> he reported that he purchased this skull through Eugene Boban. Uh, he's a bit of a dodgy. Oh, Eugene yeah. Boban. Yeah, 1881. Inside, inside of Boban's catalogue of goods for sale for this year, he lists a human-sized crystal skull. It's suspected that this is the British Museum skull. See, it's going around in circles now. Um, 1886. Mrs. Ellis is reported in a New York City newspaper to have brought a large crystal skull from Boban, again suspected to be the British Museum skull. I'm it's around, isn't it? Yeah, 1890, in a book published by George Frederick Kunz, Gems and Precious Stones, he mentions both the Paris and British Museum crystal skulls. It is the first time a crystal skull is seriously discussed in a published book. This book states that Mr. George Sissons of New York City is in possession of a human-sized crystal skull. Uh, is this the British Museum skull they're asking? Okay, so before we go on any further, this where I'm getting this from is a site called crystalskulls.com. So it's got to be all true. It's all dedicated to, as you would think, crystal skulls. Right, when I, you get things like, under that, this is uh, on the Eugene Boban's WikiLeaks page. It says, so questions of authenticity. A crystal skull originally sold by Boban now in the British Museum, has been demonstrated to be a modern fake. It's not a modern fake. It's a crystal skull. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not... Yeah. I think they're it's trying not... to... No, because crystal skulls, what they originally say is they were made by the Mayans or, you know... Someone else. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Like a thousand... They were a thousand years old or, you know, they were, they were made not... They weren't made... Yeah during the 19th or 20th century with modern machining tools they were made you know a thousand years ago using hand crafting tools it's like someone selling um van goffs and try it, but they're not they're done by bob herbert but bob goff claim that they were van goffs but yeah not. a little bit a little bit like that yeah or in, in the... yeah like say say something's made by the romans and then you replicate yeah. a Roman thing and say it was made by the Romans, and it it wasn't made by the Romans. That's pretty much that. If it, it's, yeah, 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 it is. But I think, yeah, and I mean, they like just to say whether they're uh, real crystal skulls made by some whatever. I think when yeah. you say real crystal skulls, we're talking about ancient crystal skulls, not. Yeah. I mean, obviously, if it's a, a skull made of crystal in or crystal shaped into the of a skull then it's a crystal skull but we're not talking is it a, a mayan artifact or is it a modern artifact there's a difference yeah it's like um if i like having a ming ming um vase whatever it is is that what it is you know a really expensive yeah. chinese vase yeah, like a ming dynasty vase yeah getting a normal one 
or making one like a Ming Dynasty yeah, vase. Yeah, you could use you could use exactly the same techniques that they made the Ming Dynasty vases. Use the same equipment, you know, the same materials, but it wouldn't be a Ming Dynasty vase. It'd be a replica, despite really? using the, exactly the same techniques to to make it. That, that's how stupid humans are, because technically it's exactly the same, but it isn't. Oh, it's, it's you know sometimes you see um, like archaeology things, and they'll recreate like a a roundhouse or yeah. a long house or a long boat they're not you know if they make a a, a long ship a viking long ship a replica it's not a viking long ship it's a replica viking long ship you can't pass around and say this is you know we found this in the garage out the back it's and a viking long ship because it's not is it it's technically it's the same no it's the same thing isn't it it's a modern replica yes not really Hey, why is that not the same? Why is it hasn't got powers if you unite the 13 uh, long ships of whatever? Well, are any of the modern crystal skulls got that power then? I don't know. That's maybe that's they have. Well, maybe that is part of the thing. You have to recreate the 13 crystal skulls and bring them together, and it will give you the power. Ah, interesting. Oh, right, where do we get up to? 1906. While am I in family is digging on their property in graphite skulls okay somewhere in guatemala do you know what's probably going to happen is uh after the next round of um the pandemic and in uh injections the graphite that they use in those injections will probably come from <laughs> your investment so you'll be held accountable along with all the other investors anyway uh, while the family is digging on their property somewhere in Guatemala, a shovel strikes a hard object in the ground. It turns out that they have uncovered a human-sized crystal skull that is made from smoky quartz, which is slightly different than our human skull. Okay, our human skull is not made by quartz. I presume they mean the shape of it is slightly different. <laughs> what do you mean? Yours isn't made of quartz? <laughs> this, skull become, this skull becomes known later as the E.T. after it is procured by Miss Van Dieten. That's darker, basically. Uh, no, the shape of it. It's made, it's, um, yes, yeah, like a smoke. It's not clear, it's smoky, yeah. but the shape of the skull's different. So that's why they call it. Think of, um, like you said, Indiana Jones. The crystal skulls were like elongated or whatever. This skull yeah, has yeah, got yeah. something. Maybe we can find a picture of it. There's something different about the shape of the skull. It doesn't look entirely human. Right. Right. In 1910, as various local priests are assisting a team of archaeologists in the Mayan site of Copan, one of them uncovers a clear quartz crystal skull and hides this skull from the head of his team. This skull is then used to cure a plague for a local Mayan village. Mm. We believe that's exactly why the priest did it. Yeah. Yeah, if nothing to do with I'm going to steal this because I'm a filthy... Okay, this is the author's note. This information was given by a Mexican priest named Francisco Reyes, who was responsible for bringing to the US both this crystal skull, which became known later as the Mayan crystal skull, during three months of research conducted by a crystal skull researcher, F.R. Nick Nocerio, and Ami, the Amethyst crystal name again? Nick Nocerio. Right, Nick N O C E R I N O. Nocerino. I don't know how you pronounce that. I didn't nail it at all. You can buy crystal skulls, literally 
online. Yeah, I know you can. That's a bit boring. How do you know which? Uh, like, How do you know? That's the point. I mean, you don't know. You could be that one of those that you buy could be one of the 13. Maybe I should just buy 13. I think if you're going to buy one of the 13 crystal skulls, it might be more expensive than. No, because you said maybe you have to make them and then bring twelve pound off of Etsy or whatever. Thirteen I bought would be anyway. The, uh... We got some. We got more skulls coming here. Nineteen ten. The Mexican Revolution removes President Diaz. It's reported that Ami, the amethyst skull, becomes property of the Lascurian family in Mexico. Nineteen twenty three to nineteen twenty seven. During the expedition led by British explorer F A Mitchell Hedges. Okay, this is the British Museum skull. Mm. We can. I'm going to leave that because we're going to talk more about that later. Probably one of the most famous ones. That's the one that gets tested. 1924-26. A large 18-pound, 8.17-kilogram crystal skull is found in a Mayan tomb in Guatemala and is safeguarded by the local people. Author's note. This crystal skull later resurfaces with the Tibetan-trained Red Hat Lama and became known as Max. Who became that? What the skull became? The skull, yeah, the skulls have all got names. All these like old skulls that were discovered in the. I don't know why he's called Max. That's what obviously the Tibetan trained red hat lama called him. Do we believe that the crystal skull was found in a Mayan tomb? Has Max ever been? I believe that someone put it in a Mayan tomb and then accidentally found it. Okay, okay. You don't believe that someone made it in a back street in somewhere in Guatemala and then pretended they found it in the tomb. What if, what if the, they're saying that they're only made now, what if they were made now and then sent back in time? And that's how they were found. But the the technology, it shows it. Yeah, nice, nice. So they're modern techniques to make them, but they're actually, they're not ancient. They're time traveling. Yeah, they're time traveling. I don't know what that even means. Time traveling crystal skulls fucking nailed it. Exactly what it means. Get your head around that. If you make a crystal skull, it just like bloop, just disappears and appears in someone. Okay, 1942. Jose Iniquez, age 17, discovers two crystal skulls in a Mayan ruin during a field trip from his class. His teacher lets him keep the small clear really? skull. Yeah, why not? 1942. It's like just. It's Indiana Jones time, isn't it? I was just about to say it's practically Indiana Jones. Yeah. And these are small. These are like little tiny ones because lots of them get found as well. Well, some of them get I'm not sure they're so, true. I'm not they sure they're even real. Have they dated right. the smaller ones? Are any of them? Is anyone any so. old? None of them. I don't think so. Um, 1943 to 1944. Mr. Burnley puts the Burnley skull, which I think is Sorry, the Mitchell Hedges, up for auction at Sotheby in London. In and just say, this sounds like a conspiracy to me. For what? all of it what is it conspiracy for i know i just thought i'd add that okay thank you podcast sorry carry on uh 1944 the magazine the shadow has an image of a crystal skull on the cover and an article entitled the mystery of the crystal skull what the magazine the shadow is 1944 to 1945 establishment of the crystal skull society international in the states of new york and california by fr nick Oh, that's that bloke again. Nosserino. This is the first research society to be formed to specifically investigate the subject of the crystal skulls. 1954, first edition of F.A. Uh, 
Rachel Hedges' autobiography, Danger, My Ally, is published in England. So that's where he writes in a, his account of how he lose his stepdaughter or something, found the crystal skulls, or the crystal skull that he says he got. You know, the crystal... I'm I'm looking at the shadow crystal skull and it all seems it seems to be very linked in with Indiana Jones. Is it? Yeah, that's what's coming up. The shadow was it a comic? It was in a comic. Yeah, it could be. I think that's yeah, it is. Oh, come up for I just clicked on it. It's come up. Uh, I don't want to count me in. Back off, cookies. The uh, Forbidden Planet. The Radiant Murders. Two skeletal rattlings. The crystal skull. Yeah, it looks like possibly. 1970, Frank Dorland and author, journalist Richard Garvin bring the Mitchell Hedges skull, crystal skull, to Hewlett-Packard in California to allow scientists to do various experiments upon the skull. In the February wow. issue of Measure, Hewlett-Packard's company-wide newsletter appears to report the report of the research conducted upon the Mitchell Hedges skull. And tell me what that is here. I don't really want to research um you don't want to say what the research says well not right right now we'll leave that for a bit later early 1970s a red hat red hat llama or norbu chen receives a large crystal skull max as a gift from the mayan shaman in mexico later why does he receive it i don't know i mean obviously they got a communication he wouldn't just like yeah i'll just pick a random red hat llama i don't know what, what's a red hat llama oh you should know this stuff I'm, I'm You're meant to be spiritual. I'm, I'm doing the uh, research. Okay, look up Red Hat Lama. I am. Or look up Norbu Chen. That might be better. Red Hat Dalai Lama. Not Dalai Lama, it just says Lama. He's not the Dalai Lama. Isn't the Dalai Lama like the head Lama? Uh, oh, the Mongols coined the name Dalai Lama, Dalai Lama and, help, and helped the Yellow Hats gain dominance over their rivals. The Red Hats have also traditionally been rivals of the Yellow Hats. They basically got left <laughs> yellow hats and red hats. Okay. That's I suppose that's is. because of the type of the colour hat they wear. Yeah. Or, you know, got yellow robed and uh, red robed, I suppose, don't you? If you picture it in your head now. I can picture I can Long. picture that, but I'm not sure if that's true. I've just made that up in my head because you said it. <laughs> no, no. Which I is quite so. possible. Uh, anyway, he received the skull from a mayan shaman in mexico later he works with the crystal skull in tandem with other tibetan monks in a healing center in houston Te houston texas for helping people who have serious health problems or, or illness entirely what you'd do if you're a, a red hat llama travel to texas to heal people yeah with your skull because they pay me a lot of money they give me a lot of money for my my magical skull we sound very cynical here um you're meant Is to be the believer man you're the believer believer uh 72 73 mitch's hedges crystal skull is on display in the museum of the american indian au foundation the museum also has a display other artifacts that were discovered by the mitchell hedges expedition to labantun bantu labantun labantun Lebantum, yeah, know it well. Lebantum, I know it well, oh, bro. I'm going to skip forward a bit more because this is just going about the same skulls in there. Yeah, going around different people. Mitch is the Mitchell Hedges stuff. Right. What's, what's hang on? What is the most important crystal skull? 
the 13th one that hasn't been found. I don't know. What is the most... I don't know. What is the well, most... I suppose the ones, the ones, the most well-known ones, are the ones in the British Museum or in the, the French Museum and the one in the other museum that I can't have remember. They, have they put all of them together yet? That, well, no. they haven't found them all yet. I mean, there's... Well, haven't found... Well, no, because there's, there's the 13 crystal skulls, which each skull, each... What I read before, each of the skulls has knowledge in it. And when you right. put them together, all that knowledge comes together to make a big knowledge. And then why don't, that... why don't they get all of like the ones they've got and like take them to Stonehenge and put them there or something? Why don't they do that? Or I don't know. Do a big Ouija board, big seance. You could have, if you get like four of the important crystal skulls and put them at the, I do like a pentagram. They've probably done that. They probably took them to CERN or something like that to contact the um, inter extra. That's probably what's powering the large hadron hadron collider. Probably what powers um, Elon Musk. Anyway, I'm going to skip forward because he's just going round about where the different skulls went, like the ones, the named skulls, like Max. six or seven. Yeah, Max. Look, crystal skull known as Max is left to Carl and Joanne Parks of Houston, Texas, at the passing of Norbu Chen. That was in 1980. What, he just, like, died and then gave them the crystal Well, stuff. I mean, I maybe they um worked in the healing place with him or whatever. He obviously knew him. He didn't just pick a random name out of the he phone book, did he? Suspiciously, walking off a balcony or something like that. Oh, he's left a note. You can have my crystal skull. I think he would have used the skull to... No, he wouldn't, because that sort of person. Oh, right, 1983, think... a group of nine businessmen, including Al Ramirez and Stan Chan. Don't know if their names are important to crystal scullery. Uh, give to the agent John Zamora a sizable loan and receive Amy. Oh, the Amethyst Crystal Skull was collateral. The loan is not repaid within the agreed time frame, so the group take ownership of the Crystal Skull in 19. That's how they get the skull. The Amethyst one's called Amy. Amy the Amethyst. The Max ones must be like Max. Max is the. What's that made out of? Um, is that the Maxi one? Crystal. Maxi Crystal. What yeah, I want to just skip forward, skip forward, skip forward. What is the crystal? It's quartz, isn't it? Yeah, of course. Quartz. Imagine how much one made out of diamonds would cost, like a big diamond, diamond skull. crystal skull. Oh dear. You could swap it and um, for a, what would be worth more, the crystal, quartz one or a diamond one? Diamond, because diamonds worth more than no, quartz. Diamonds can't heal people, aren't they? Or tell you. I'd feel pretty bloody healthy if I had a diamond skull. No, true. I mean, it depends on what you want out of your skull. I don't know if you want a if you want a big whacking diamond, then obviously a diamond skull. But if you want a quartz healing skull, they, they, then they could do a diamond one with like gold eyes or something like that, like gold etching. Are we talking like a human sized skull? Is there a, a diamond human... that big? I don't know. Not on Earth. Is there... No, no, there is. Probably is on meteorites. There is a quartz stuck that big, though. There is quartz that big. Yes, that's how come skulls. It's a bit of a strange thing, isn't it? Like, uh, I mean, like to think to to think it up. To well, think, because and then to think of all the and turn it into sort of magic and or you know. Well, the the thing they chose the mine because that you do find. Um, like little calves or 
carved skulls in iron they're called I'd say graves that's not uh, archaeological sites but yeah. they're not up until very recent times they've never been quartz they've always been certain types of rocks right I haven't got it right in front of me at the moment so, so they weren't basically laser. they weren't crystal skulls they used to find skull artifacts but they were always like stone or type types of stones that have been carved it was only in recent times they've found crystal skulls that's why they're that's why the people who purportedly say yeah, they yeah, found yeah. them in these archaeological right. sites said oh we found these crystal skulls you know they gotta be mayan or uh, they said aztec or whatever it's from mesoamerican but it, i mean but saying... the whole point behind it could be a scam to say oh look these skulls we got crystal skulls look at these amazing crystal skulls they look very similar oh, yeah. to these other skulls but the other skulls that they found before that time period were never crystal skulls they were always made from a you know a different material and like, when they say crystal you're like oh wow crystal but when you discover it's like quartz it's like oh it's rock you know what i mean if it's quartz crystal it looks cool I mean, you've seen pictures of yeah i mean yeah who hasn't seen cool. pictures of crystal skulls and thought well, yeah, they look pretty cool they're splendid but i mean and then it says i'm using they're made using um uh modern technology and then but they were discovered like, now before, so it's like spoiled that? it why because i said they're so oh all right well, do you I'm think sorry. they're all fake hold on oh no okay so no no no, no hang on let me say because of, uh, right okay right Sorry, you carry on. Sorry, no, go on. Yeah. that was a spoiler, wasn't it? Was it? it wasn't a spoiler. Depends really? whether you believe it. Lots of people believe the crystal skulls. Must... No, no. What what I'm saying is they they're saying that they are fake because they made they they tested them. This is the end. Yeah. Um, and, and and that they were basically made by sort of modern technology. But the first one was found in 1924. Yeah. No, the made... first one. No, according to that list, the first one was found in 1700 oh I'm sorry the, the most a monk famous... near Lviv, russia found nice it in a, like a yeah a mound apparently and then later on all right, other so ones were apparently if, found if that one was found in 17 whatever but then they were saying that the technology proves that it wasn't found in 17 something is that no, right? no. the technology we'll go into that in a little while we'll come back to the, the technology because okay. it's not like it's not it's not modern technology it's 1924 technology or whatever so it's hardly fucking modern at all go on carry on they were practically still in the ice ages back then hello you i could see you reading no right so i was going to look at a little bit about the 13 crystal skull legend who made apparently that one? <laughs> um let me see what they got to say here the basic What's elements of the 13 crystal skull legend is that pivotal time in human humanity's history the 13 crystal skulls will be reunited to awaken a new era transforming from an old paradigm into a new world sounds like the great uh, reset to me <laughs> it's all yeah the council of 13 i know the count knows it council of seven well i'm sure 13's in there no it's council of nine isn't it it's not council of, 13, okay. it's council of nine yeah sorry patricio dominique Dominiquez Pabuelo, spiritual advisor. This is what he says. The crystal skulls are complete depositories of knowledge and each skull contains a particular specialist area of information, like a living library. 
Each skull is like one volume in a set of encyclopedia. That make more sense now? It does. And the people who will in the future be able to read the crystal skulls will only be able to extract all the knowledge from the skulls once they are all assembled together. Of course, the knowledge that is going to come out of the skulls is quite unimaginable to our current minds. But that is definitely going to come out at a certain time is already forgone. It has been prophesied, but whether we humans then use that knowledge for good or for our own destruction is really down to our preparation. I would imagine it will be used for our own destruction. I expect that. Well, if crystal skulls are true, then uh, there is 13 crystal skulls of all this knowledge. Then, like most of the knowledge that has any sort of meaning, it's all been snuffled up and hidden away already. They've probably found the 13. There's 13 crystal skulls sitting on a shelf next to Tesla's energy machine and whatever else, isn't there? They're underground in the um, Sevastopol, whatever steel plant. That's oh, they're down there, are they? Yeah, the, with the. Right, many believe that there is a strong connection between the crystal skulls, the Mayans, and the Mayan Kala ending in 2012. Well, that didn't come to pass, did it? Well, there is a current belief that it more than. Ending 2012, though. It was the dates were wrong. Yeah, I know. It was missing dates and shit like that. So. Well, there is a current belief that more. That more than 13 ancient crystal skulls exist, some say 52 or four sets of 13. In recent years, the Mayans have spearheaded a grand reunion of North America's indigenous chiefs in an effort to unite forces towards the commonly foreseen future as recounted by the Mayan elders. I really want to read all this out. I do want to. According to Grand Elder Don Alejandro Ciro Oxlaj Perez, Fucking nailed that on the <laughs> head of the National Council of Mayan Elders. In her 13th, 13th generation, Keish, she's a Keish, Mayan That's spiritual flat. leader. Yeah, pretty much. The prophecy says, Now is the time of the awakening. This is your job now to awaken. Okay, thanks for that. But I. The Vale of the Nine Hells is past, and the time of warning has now arrived. What did I just say? It's time to prepare for the age of the 13 Isle heavens. Of the nine. I know. It's the nine hells, and now it's the age of the 13 oh, heavens. Hells, the time okay. of 12 Bakhtun and 13 Ahayu is fast approaching, and they shall be here among you to defend Mother Earth. Prophecy says, Let the dawn come, let all the people and all the creatures have peace, let all things live happily. For the love must not only be between humans, between all living things mm. they said we are the children of the sun we are the children of time we are the travelers in space that a title from doctor who oh that was a led zeppelin song okay may all the songs awaken may all the dancers awaken may all the people and all the things live in peace for all you are the valleys you are the mountains you are the trees you are the very air you breathe now is the time of return of the grandmothers and the grandfathers. Now is the time of return of the elders. Now is the time of return of the wise ones. The wise ones are all of you. Now is the time to go out into the world and spread the light. The sacred flame has been kept for the purpose and now the time approaches when you will be required to love all things, to love the world that has gone crazy, to re rebalance the heavens and the earth. For the time of warning has come to pass, and the warriors of the rainbow are now beginning to be born. 
the Vale of Tears, the Nine Hells is over and it is time to prepare for the Thirteen Heavens. The ancestors are returning, my brothers and sisters, and we do not have long. Now is the time that the prophecies will be fulfilled. Right, time of the rainbow, isn't that the social justice warriors and that? Aren't they all rainbowed ah, up? But maybe this is the time. Maybe, yeah, but what's the prophecy? So the prophecies be fulfilled, but I thought you were about to tell I'm me. I'm not sure what the prophecy is. It doesn't say. Now it sound, that sounds like a speech out of Monty Python. It didn't. Bride. It was all a bit wishy-washy, wasn't it, really? It wasn't it's a lot of meat yeah. on them bones. Wasn't there, as wasn't prophecies like, are, are meant to do. Like deep, The ancestors are coming back that's it and there's rainbows that's okay i've got a little section here the timelessness of crystal skulls although quartz is used to maintain accuracy in timepieces there is no accurate way to measure time when it comes to quartz and crystal skulls the earth is crystalline and quartz crystal is the most abundant mineral in the earth's crust some of the oldest known rocks on the planet have quartz in them which are about 3.8 billion years old quartz is ancient and there is currently no way to date the age of quartz itself because it cannot be carbon dated. So you can't date the quartz the crystals skulls were made out of in that sense. You can only date the way they were made. Yeah, because it's so old, basically. And it's so no, no, there's, there's nothing there to date. You can't take a sample and no. all quartz is... Oh, yeah, I suppose all quartz may be made at the same time. <laughs> similar way i don't know just, the only way that science can currently attempt to determine hold on determine the age of a crystal skull is to examine it microscopically to find the markings that indicate what type of tool was used to carve it quartz is one of the hardest minerals on earth only diamond topaz and sapphire are harder the creation of diamond tools allowed quartz to be carved faster and more precisely and also allowed for smoother polish Use of these diamond tools determined whether a crystal skull is considered to be new, old, or ancient. In ancient times, it would have taken years, decades, or even generations to carve a crystal skull, depending on its size. Hammers, chisels, and various stone or metal tools were originally used to carve yeah. crystal. No? Well, go on. I'm butting in there. because that's Because if they were like ancient superior beings they're going to have that technology so if you can't date it by the, the age of the, the um, crystal then you've got nothing you can't say they used modern technology to make these um uh what's it skulls because they obviously didn't use fucking modern technology because they're like ancient aliens putting knowledge into the crystal skulls you, yeah, but defunct. i've just debunked no you haven't oh yeah i have well who says they were who says that ain't they're ancient aliens well, that's Making the idea, isn't it? No, they're just ancient. They're saying they're made made by Mayan, like the Mayan civilization. So, hold put, on, hold on. They, hang on. Let, where, how would they put um, like? Let me read. Into... Let me read this, and we have a quick discussion. So let me go back a little bit. In ancient times, it would have taken years, decades, or even generations to carve a crystal skull, depending on its size. Hammers, chisels, and various stone or metal tools were originally used to carve the crystal skulls. In ancient civilizations, all show. Ancient civilizations also fashioned hand tools such as a bow drill, which was used to carve seals in the Himalayas dating back to 650 AD. Uh, the markings on the Tibetan crystal skull Amar are those of being carved by hand using a primitive bow drill. It's estimated that this large crystal skull would have taken decades to carve. The ancients used various abrasives such as sand to polish crystal skulls. Some even used human hair to polish the crystal. 
with the intention of infusing the skull with the wisdom and knowledge through this process, which often took generations. Crystal skulls are amplifiers and generators of energy, and also store information like computers. A new crystal skull is much like a new computer, it is only imprinted with basic programs of the energetic properties of the stone it is carved from. It has also absorbed energies from the carver and from anyone who has handled it. Crystal skulls can be imprinted with the energy simply by contact and they can also be programmed with intention and consciousness. Okay, so going back to your point where you said they had to be like advanced civilizations. They're not saying they have to be advanced civilizations. They're saying they're ancient or old civilizations. That's not the same thing, is it? Like the Mayan, are well, we saying... You know are you saying the Mayan were like a super advanced civilization? No, I'm saying the skulls can't be dated the way they're trying to date them. No. Not, it doesn't matter. Why can't they? they come from the, even if they were in Mayan tombs, it doesn't mean that the Mayans didn't get find them or get them from somewhere else before that. Just because they were, you know, they weren't made for the True. Mayan tombs. True. They, they, they could be like infinite, infinite beings of immortal light. I don't know, infinite. You know these things that have been around forever. They've got the knowledge and that probably imparted them. If you again, if you yeah, can't so they're in a, them, what you're saying is they're in a Mayan tomb, but they could potentially be from ten thousand years before that. Yeah, they might okay. have found them or be given them or you know, yeah. blah blah blah. That that's all doesn't you know, you, you can't date them by. You can't say they're not ancient by saying how they've been made. I don't think. Okay, it's just, it's just uh, yeah, I understand. Yeah, I understand. That's that. my thing. Okay, so let's go back to maybe the, one of the most famous crystal skulls. And the one in uh, Indiana Jones? Yeah, the ones in Indiana Jones. The uh, ET one. Right, in 1924, British adventurer Frederick Mitchell Hedges led an expedition to Lubatan, an ancient Mayan city deep within the Yucatan jungle in modern-day Belize. There inside a Mayan pyramid, his adopted daughter, Anna, found one of the most mysterious objects in archaeological in archaeology. A crystal skull fashioned out of a single solid piece of clear crystal. Okay, so if we go back to that other timeline we had before, he said he found the, or his daughter found the crystal skull in 1924. But there's reports going back to like the late 1800s of that same skull going about and possibly, or well, people have traced it to say maybe he didn't find it in this tomb, maybe it went you know you can trace potentially yeah. to people who may have had it before he says he found it right that's what i'm saying at that point right um the mitchell hedges skull is one of a handful of true crystal skulls in either a private or public collection all of are varied in size and carved from either clear cloudy or colored quartz but none of the crystal skulls have captured the popular imagination quite like the Mitchell Hedges skull. I think, do you remember Arthur C. Clarke's Mysterious World, yeah. the program? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. kids. I mean, it's on the front of the... It yeah, really like is. it was yeah. part of the opening titles, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Frederick Mitchell Hedges, I'm just going to call him Hedges, who was also known to embellish his adventures, wrote of the skull in his 1954 memoir, Danger My Ally and claimed it was a relic of the Mayans. He dubbed it the Skull of Doom, that several people who have cynically laughed at it have died. Others have been stricken and become seriously ill. Finally, he cryptically added, how it came to my possession, I have reason for not revealing. 
Yeah, because he brought it off it of someone else. Very and nice, does it? It's like, oh, you laugh at it, so you die or whatever. Yeah, that's what he said in his book. I mean, mm. I'm not sure there's any actual evidence that that happened. What if you give I've... it a kiss? You'd like, then know. you lips blow up. No, you know what I mean. Like, why does it always have to be doom and gloom? Just well, maybe it's just a doom skull. Maybe certain skulls have different. Maybe that that's maybe the Mitchell Hedges skull. If it's one of the thirteen skulls, holds all the energy and all the information about war. And another skull holds all the information. It's talking about encyclopedias. The other, another one holds all the information about healing. Another one holds all the information oh, about cooking. Another one holds about building another one holds the ones about astronomy you know what i mean i'm gonna, I'm gonna mute you now okay <laughs> i was trying to i was going to keep going on a big long list then yeah you would have been muted uh, after his death <laughs> anna mitchell hedges who's the his adopted daughter who said that he found the skull spent decades spreading the skull of mythology globally on international tours and through appearances on television shows such as arthur c clark's mysterious world to an audience who reported that the Mayans told her that the skull was used to will death. See, it's a war, war skull. Other so-called magical skulls from private collections came out of the woodwork with exotic sounding names such as Shanara and Amar, the name of a Tibetan crystal skull. Another was simply called Max, the crystal skull. These crystal skulls became part of a larger, allegedly Native American prophecy, which claimed that when 13 of them were finally reunited, the skulls would disseminate universal knowledge and secrets critical to the humanity's survival, but only when humanity was ready. Isn't there lots of other sort of mystery stuff that says when you're ready, you'll get all the information? When you're ready. Too late. Yeah. You weren't ready. Isn't that... Isn't that what the Q phenomenon was built on? It's like, just have to wait when you're ready. Trust It'll the all be revealed. Trust the plan. Trust maybe, the plan. That's what, maybe that's the plan was to get the 13 skulls together. <laughs> maybe it was. Okay, the presence of similar skulls in collections of the um, Paris Museum, British Museum in London seemed to only legitimise these fanciful stories because obviously these skulls were put on display and said, oh, possibly, I think the... We said earlier the british one said possibly aztec but then people said oh it's mayan so if they're displayed in museums they've got to be real haven't they obviously um, mayans were older than the aztecs is that i think so that yeah right? yeah i'm gonna say yeah um well the aztecs was the other way i don't know i think the eyes well they're different they're not entirely the same things are they they're in slightly different areas wasn't aztecs more mexico yeah. or was it, it the other way around mayans Mexico and Aztecs further. You know what I mean. Oh, you're fucking your fountain knowledge, you are. Um. <laughs> well, I know, I know they're not into It's not like the Mayans, the Aztecs took over from the Mayans. They would, I don't think yeah, they yeah. were contemporary, but also I don't think they were the same in the same place. Yeah, the, um, yeah, the Mayans were older and one was Central America and one was Southern America. Right. Nailed it. Thought of. However, yeah. while anthropologists and scientists from both these prestigious museums dismissed the possibility of the crystal skulls originating from Atlantis or out of yeah, space. The Aztecs were the ones who were wiped out by the conquistadors. Is that not okay, right? So the, the Mayans were older. Yeah. That's why the crystal skulls are meant to be older. Might, yeah. Many were curious about the true origins and purpose of these exotic and macabre objects. Where are they from? Not really macabre, are they? 
Well, if it's a skull of death and if you laugh at it or you die, then yeah, it's a little bit macabre. Plus, they're skulls. Skulls are a bit. A bit macabre anyway, aren't they? My teeth are quite macabre. <laughs> and your faces. It's quite skull like at the moment. How do you feel about them? About crystal skulls? Yeah, what's your feeling? Um, I feel in that they will get to the end of that. We'll, we'll go a bit later. Would you? Both Would museums, you so the Paris and oh, London Museum, rather. hold on, have displayed their crystal skulls as Mesoamerican Aztec artifacts for over 100 years, though their authenticity was questioned long before the 20th century even begun. Still, it wasn't until a milky white rock crystal skull was delivered. Right, this is where we're getting down to when in recent times they've started actually testing these crystal skulls right. milky white crystal skull was delivered anonymously to the smithsonian institute in washington dc in 1992 that the mystery of the crystal skulls origin would finally be unraveled although as soon as i mentioned the smithsonian what do you think bullshit they cover there up there you go cover-up merchants that's what yeah. people are going to think because the smithsonian with the we looked up before the giant cover-up although on our giants yeah. episode didn't we say that maybe they no, they're covering, covering up. Okay. You might have said that. Okay, I, I possibly could have said that. Now you'd probably we'd have to revisit Giants and realise that actually... Only, it wasn't that old. Well, it's been the last 50 episodes. <laughs> okay. Right, the only evidence that come to you <laughs> was an unsigned note which read, the Aztec skull was purchased in Mexico in 1960. And Mexico is the only lead. Researching the skull fell to Jane McLaren. Walsh, an expert in Mexican archaeology at the Smithsonian. With little information to go on, Walsh compared the skull from other museums, researched museum archives and employed scientific research to find answers. Eventually, a quest would lead to the Mitchell Hedges skull. One of the first things Walsh noticed was the stylistic difference between the, the crystal skulls and those depicted in Mesoamerican art. Skulls were a recurring motif motif in pre-Columbian iconology, but Mesoamerican skulls were almost always carved out of basalt and were crudely carved. In addition, quartz was rarely used in pre-Columbian artifacts and no crystal skulls had ever been found in any documented archaeological excavations. That doesn't matter. Why doesn't it matter? Because they're, they're special. You can't judge it, you can't judge it, because, and also they're a part of like, okay, if you're, fair enough, Right, because I'm looking at it from obviously like a, a spiritual sort of yeah. thing. But they're looking at it from an archaeological thing. You know, if it's just purely archaeological, yeah. You, you know, you, you do it by what, what you, you look and that's how you find out whether, say, like the Roman, this was part of Rome in Britain. So, you know, let's say that there's, a, there's an archaeological site, a Roman yeah. archaeological site in the UK. They start picking bits up, you know, like a belt buckle and stuff. They'd know what what era it was from because they found them all different from that, you know, eras, yeah. you know, that that years. That's how they judge it. But if if these skulls are special skulls, that you know, the particular thirteen, then it doesn't matter what you can't judge it by anything of yeah. that time, or you can't the judge only, it because okay, you, I agree with you. That's I agree with you a little bit. Like Scott, most. The skulls they find in these sort of archaeological sites are made from, let's say, basalt. Yeah. But they're not made from quartz. Okay, so you think maybe. But also, there's no documented archaeological find of crystal skulls in 
you know, all the crystal skulls where people say we found them were not. They were like, you know, there was the one with the boy. I just wandering about an old mine thing. I found these two crystal skulls and the priest let him. Yeah, but the priest, there's no, they're not, there's not any documented, like real documentation at the time. The, the Mitchell Hedges skull, the one in Paris, the one in, that got sent to the Smithsonian is like, oh, this is a, with a, with a note, it got sent to the Smithsonian. No, it got sent to the Smithsonian with a note saying this is an Aztec skull. But, you know, no one, we don't know where the skull, skull come from. There's some, if you look back in the history, you've got some people saying they've sold it here and there. But the actual providence, there's no one, no one has ever dug up a crystal skull in an archaeological dig in these sites. That's what they're saying. So yeah, yeah, far, no. they've all come through other means. That makes them even more special, then. It makes them even more a bit dodgy that they didn't come out of these no, sites. No, doesn't it? No, I don't think so because you're talking spiritual. You're talking um, paranormal, aren't you? So they were there. They, you know, like you literally walked along and it was uncovered. You tripped over it, picked it up. You know what I mean? It's that that kind of thing. It was there. They're there to be discovered. They're not going to be. I mean, maybe some more will be dug up at, I don't know, some other site or whatever, but that, that's the whole... So up until 1992, okay, up until 1992, you probably had quite a lot of archaeological excavations that going on in potentially Mayan sites, but no one has ever discovered a crystal skull. You say that's it doesn't mean anything. Because you've got to look outside the box, they're special, aren't they, you know? They're sort of one of a kind or 13 of a kind. I understand more. that. I understand what you're saying. But also all the crystal skulls that we're talking about have never been. There's no archaeological evidence that they ever come from a mine site. Oh, yeah. It doesn't. All right. That's they all might, I'm saying. They might have just been made. Right. OK. Also, but I'm just trying to make a point. You can't judge. You can't say it, it's, it's got it's an out, outside of this realmy kind of. I'm going to look at it from now. Anyway, let's go on with this. Read out a bit more. With the design of the crystal skull remaining an enigma, Walsh turned her attention to the skull's documented record of ownership. Traced both the British and Paris skulls through a 19th century amateur archaeologist and French antiqua, antiquita dealer named Eugene Boban. Boban, who specialised in Aztec artefacts, frequently travelled to Mexico to purchase antiquities and take them back to Paris to sell in his shop. Mm. Boban had a record of selling fakes, but neither museum had brought the skulls directly from him. Boban had originally sold the skull to Alphonse Pinart, an explorer who it seemed offloaded the skull to another museum in 1878 after the ex. Exposition Universelle noted that the skull's authenticity appears doubtful. 20 years later, in 1898, the British Museum brought their skull from Tiffany & Co. The jewellery store had brought the skull directly from Boban sometime after he left Mexico for New York. Boban had left Mexico in a hurry after trying to sell the same crystal skull to the National Museum of Mexico under the false claim that it was an Aztec artifact unearthed in a Mexican archaeological site. So he's saying it's a Mayan, people say it's a Mayan skull, but he was trying to sell it at the time as an Aztec, Aztec skull. He's talking about sort of thing. Well, if he had found it in an Aztec site, he'd know, wouldn't he? Mm, okay, yeah, yeah. Doesn't yeah, that? No. Yeah, no, no. Fair enough, yeah. Right. 
With the crystal skulls pre-Columbian origin in doubt, Walsh turned to science to determine when and where they were made. Under a, a collaborative program set up in 1996 between the Smithsonian and British Museums, Walsh received help from Margaret Sachs, a conserv conservation scientist from the British Museum. The scientist studies focused exclusively on the skulls in their museums Radiocarbon dating, one of the most common tests used to determine the age of an object, was ruled out because it cannot date quartz. Instead, other forms of analysis were used to determine the biography of the British and Smithsonian skulls. Using light and scanning electron microscopy, SEM, Walsh and Sachs compared the surface of the skulls with the surface of a genuine Mesoamerican crystal goblet, which is one of the few pre-Columbian crystal objects. The irregular etch marks on the goblet were consistent with handheld tools, but inconsistent with the regular etch marks on the skulls. These regular etch, mark, etch marks proved the skulls were constructed with more equipment like a rotary wheel, which could only have been available after the Spanish conquest and subsequent fall of the Mexican native peoples. Next, Raman spectroscopic analysis was used to determine the origin of the crystal. Crystal has a specific impurities consistent with where they were from. The impurities on the skull in the British Museum revealed that the quartz originated from Brazil or Madagascar and not Mexico. In the late 19th century, Madagascar and Brazil exported rock crystal to France at the same time Boban was selling antiques and fakes. Later, an independent test concluded that the crystal used for the Paris skull also came from either Brazil or Madagascar. However, the Smithsonian skull yielded a different result entirely. Using X-ray diffusion analysis, Sachs discovered minute particles of silicate carbide, a sludgy substance used to coat a rotary wheel to give an object a smooth finish. But this substance only came into use during the 1950s, thus making the Smithsonian skull construction far more recent. The results proved conclusively that the three, all three skulls were too modern to be Mayan or Aztec, let alone from Atlantis. Now only one skull remained, the Mitchell Hedges skull. But, my, again, I'll just, my um, devil's advocate thing is, if it was made by, you know, other beings, etc., or future people, then it would be used, they would be using modern technology, not other technology but yeah but why the would they be using why would they be using the oh yeah and no, i agree uh, yeah the, the sludgy whatever yeah thing. yeah yeah i don't know yeah so silicate so, carbide i mean crystal skulls never really been my thing um i'm gonna say fake all of them <laughs> listening to your i mean i'm not not i mean Okay, I've just something just popped in my head now. Maybe, maybe there is a real prophecy. Maybe. Hold on, before but, you before you carry on, hold that thought. I'm just going because we've done the that was the French and the Smithsonian one. Basically, the Mitchell Hedges skull, the the girl never let it, apart from 1970 where it went off to Hewlett Packard for a little while. They'd be have some tests run which they couldn't find anything conclusive. It was only later on. In April 20, 2008, a year after she died, the age of at the age of 100, the same scientific tests verified that the Mitchell Hedges skull was also of modern construction. 
so it was used like a they used a wheel and stuff to grind it down it was wouldn't have been like hand what if created what if they're you know like they're, they're you know once they're once the 13 crystal skulls are together then you'll get them knowledge what if once the 13 what well, once they've once we've made 13 crystal skulls maybe the prophecy is about making 13 uh, prophecy of 13 crystal skulls so that knowledge can be downloaded into the crystal skulls yeah but isn't it and the crystal skulls meant to be ancient and hold the knowledge already that we need well maybe that's just it's a, ancient knowledge isn't it just trying to make it a bit more interesting let me just do this last bit however many still refuse to acknowledge that the skulls are without ancient origin according to books written by alternative theorists shana ra and max and Max, the crystal skull, were both tested at the British Museum as well. It's alleged that Walsh was asked for the results of the scientific tests on Shonara and Max and responded with no comment. So are they actually, are they the ancient, actually ancient crystal skulls holding, perhaps they're part of the 13? Said no comment because the comment would have proved that they are real. That would have disproved her theory of the other well not her theory uh, yes. disproved the other ones i like a bit of so there's a bit of fake we're going on a bit of maybe not fake we're going on yeah maybe would you but, i mean again it's not really been my thing i mean i'd like to have, i'd like to have a little little chat with one you know stick it <laughs> on my lap rub its bald head a bit and have a you know try and but they could they could be like have energy any in them anyway they could be enigmatic and old power and that sort of thing it, without universe, without being ancient universe of infinite possibilities anything is possible you know when you've heard so many weird stories um weird occurrences and experiences from people that anything's possible you know even like they're making these skulls now or over a process of time and then it could be the the fake well not fake because they're, they're still crystal skulls but the modern crystal skulls are the skull are yeah eventually the 13 because as you make them they absorb the energy that's meant to be in them because that's and they might get left that when it, when we get wiped out for future humans yeah, yeah. and this the and story might get passed people. on somewhere and it's yeah. it's the it's alpha in crystal skulls that people create to be fakes yeah. and the ones that in the future the, oh, the after the great re, after the great reset and the collapse and the, the rewilding, re the rewise of rewise rewire rise of people, it's those ones, those people who get the the knowledge of the thirteen yeah. crystal skulls. A fantastic maybe. story, I love it, love it. I love it too. Yeah, I mean, I'll have to. I'll, I'll keep saying to the missus, we have to pop to the British Museum because I know there's some weird stuff there. You know, just to try and soak up a bit of. I'll let Ultra. you know. Let, let me you know. know how it goes. Let I don't know. know. It's done if it's still on display. I've forgotten about that. It will I've been be to the I British go. Museum a couple will, of times. I haven't it seen it. I'll seen request it. it. I'll go and I'll, I'll email. Okay. You let them know you're coming. Be like, I'm, I'm Rick from the Big Conspire. Get your crystal skull out, mate. Exactly, yeah. Maybe I can interview the curator of the crystal skulls. All right. Um, yeah. What, what do you um, think? Crystal skulls, I think the ones that they tested are probably fake whereas if when i said at the end the alternative ones for the shana ra and the max one then no comment i don't know if that's a true but if it is then why would you have no comment you just be like oh no they're yeah. displaying the same things 
like it. I like it. I like it. It's like I think, um, I'd like to think some of them are. Yeah, I just I just think the the the, the testing for uh, all that stuff is a bit. It's a bit. Um, can't debunk it. You know that that's all. That's you know. Well, wouldn't it be if it was like on a a mod because the the marks are consistent with like modern technology turning wheels if they were like ancient ancient from ancient technology not handmade would it be like laser cut or something like that yeah but it could be just because it's in line with modern wheel technology whatever they use doesn't mean that's not the same thing as a 20,000 years in the future spinning thing because they look you know what I mean yeah could be that's all I, I, I don't know I don't know I'm still going with probably fake. Yeah, probably fake. I'm going with that as well. Um, but hopefully, they'll thirteen will save us in the future. They will. That that was interesting, bro. An interesting, interesting expose on the old crystal skulls. We'll do something maybe. I don't know something different. I don't know. Well, we'll do something different. We ain't doing crystal skulls again. Crystal skulls again? No, like I don't know. We don't even know how the um, pyramids were made. Love all that shit. Right then. I know how the pyramids are made. Poured concrete. Oh, uh, do you see how they make houses now? So it's like big breeze blocks. I don't even do cement with like you know. Like they used to like how they on oh, my house. I don't know how my house is built, but like bricks, not bricks and cement. And now we see them knocking up the houses in. They're just like big breeze blocks. It's going to fall down, man. We have an earthquake. It's just not going to. We're not having an earthquake. That's why they built houses like they do. Oh, right. Anyway, this was the big conspire. We are the big conspire. We are the big conspire. You can find us at all good uh, music outlets. Our price? Uh, no. You can. Twitch. Yeah, get us on. Well, we're live on Twitch on Fridays UK time. Friday about eight, roughly about it. Friday the thirteenth, thirteen skulls. Oh, wow. Ooh, interesting. Roughly interesting, about 8.30, and it's uh, the Big Conspire on Twitch. You can uh, email us, bigconspire at hotmail.com, if you have any messages for us, send us know, anything you want us to look at. Not anything. Don't look at anything. Well, yeah, you know, you can send us anything. I'm not saying we're going to look at it, but you want us to have a chat about. We'll probably have a peek. Remember a couple and of weeks ago, we said um, if you want to come on and speak to us random yeah. people yeah no response no response where well, any more random people want to come and speak yes. to us the the um invitation's still there if you've got something conspiracy wise you want to talk about and you've got the ability to like get a mic and a ability camera, to talk we don't ability to talk but ability to, to oh, talk reasonably we don't want to be like you no. you sound like you come from you're in a bucket in a cave yeah. we don't want that do we well i don't know as long as i can well yeah if i can't hear it yeah yeah no you don't be in a bucket Bucket, um, in the, bucket in the cave we don't want that but if you've got like a reasonable ability to talk to us yeah just a, send us a message we'll get you on probably maybe unless you're like yeah. super crazy then we'll, yeah, get, we'll definitely get you on crazy the better yeah the crazy the better that's cool uh i've lost my train of thought now i can't sense you because it'll be live so you can say yeah, what you want you <laughs> pretty much i could I stop send you later we don't we're gonna do we're the funnier the weirder the better anyway, Not weird. if you anyway. you got you want to come talk to us let's know the big weird conspire yeah 
Uh, Twitter, you can get us the big conspire. That's my brother. He usually posts stuff on there. I do occasionally, but yeah, if you listen to us on a podcast, you can and also go and watch us. If you want to, if you can't turn up live hands, and you hands up before you, everybody you knows who's had the vac vaccine is is ill, but you're not. It's like join my club. It's like, Shut up. Over it. <laughs> There's a lot of that on Twitter. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, I was going to yeah. what I was saying. Is if you want to watch it and uh, you want to see Richard's ug ugly. Uh, face with his broken I'm nose. My, my older age, man. I'm looking back and I've shaved my grey hair off. Catch like. the videos on Odyssey. That's the big conspire, and we're also on Bitshoot. That's a big conspire as well. Cool, awesome, love ya. And you know, if you do listen to this, you enjoy the podcast even a little bit, or if you don't enjoy the podcast, you want to annoy someone, share it around, write us a review yeah. on those places you listen to us because that sticks us up you know st sticks us up that raises our profile on that platform maybe get some more people to listen to us and that's us done and we will catch you next week lovely bye there's no silent order here